on the Sooner Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome to the Brent Venables Press Conference. From the University of Oklahoma, this is the weekly Sooner Football Press Conference with head coach Brent Venables. Today's press conference, it's brought to you by Allstate. Allstate, you're in good hands. Team 129 advance to 5-0 and on the season with a 50-20 win over the Iowa State Cyclones on Saturday as we await head coach Brent Venables. Here's how it sounded with Toby Rowland on the call Saturday. He's in the slot, rolling right back to throw on third and nine. Still looking. Now he tosses deep downfield. Intercepted. Billy Bowman picked it off. He's on the run. Far side to the 30. He's got a convoy to the 20, to the 10. Pick six. Billy Bowman pick six. Snap to Beck. Back to throw. Swings it out to Sama. Caught behind the line of scrimmage. Dropped for a loss. Key Lawrence up to take him down. Second down at 13 from the Sooner 46. Hanson now in at running back. Noel behind the formation. They'll swing it out to him. Caught on the right. Met behind the line of scrimmage by Gentry Williams. And it's another loss. Stoops and Major in the backfield. It'll be Gabriel on the keeper. Runs over a cyclone. Touchdown. You sit down. Dylan Gabriel, get off of me. First down snap, back to pass. Gabriel takes a deep drop, looks deep, has all day. Flies for the end zone, wide open. Nick Anderson, touchdown! Bam! 39-yard strike. Don't see this often. Attention, antenna up, back to pass, play action. Looking deep, Gabriel lets it fly for Thompson. Down the far side, waits for it, comes back, caught it! Two Cyclones spun by him, and he sat down with the football at the 21. There's the speed. Sama the back. Noel goes in motion, sets up slot left. Four wide outs. Back to the shotgun, going to throw. Looks right, under pressure. Nowhere to go, and they got him. It's a sack, and it's the first of the night. Play action. Gabriel rolling to his left, sets up, wings it deep downfield, looking for Farouk. Man falls. Farouk's got it. Flag down. <laughs> this might be offensive pass interference. Farouk down at the one. Let's see what the flag's about. Gabriel in the shotgun. Takes the football. He's going to run it. Left side. Gabriel around the corner. And he walks into the end zone. Touchdown. Second run for a touchdown tonight for DG. Here's the punt. <laughs> it's blocked. Rolling around at the one-yard line, and it flies through the back of the end zone for a safety. He's 0 for 1 tonight. Snap back, hold down. Kick is away. It has the distance, and it is good this time. Snap rolling right. Becht looking to throw, backing up under pressure. Dumps it. Threw it away. Picked off. Gentry Williams, and he's out of bounds at the 43 in Cyclone territory. A terrible decision by Rocco Becht. Gabriel's got it. Looking left. Looks back middle. Throws across the middle. It is caught. Touchdown. Drake Stoops on the back line of the end zone. Pater. Gabriel back to pass. Looks near side. Pats the football. Throws deep across the middle for Jaden Gibson. He caught it. He keeps his feet. He gets by a guy. He's to the one. And he is in. Touchdown. What a play. Snap good. Hold down. Kick is away, and this one is right through the middle of the uprights, and Oklahoma has hung. And that's a little bit how it sounded on Saturday, but let's go ahead and go live to the podium as head coach Brent Venables has just walked up and is ready for the media. You want to, tra- you want to trade jobs this week? That would be all right. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Good afternoon. Uh, Felt pretty good till Mike came to get me and 
and gave me this amazing stat sheet. Uh, I was convinced that everything was going to be just fine, and uh, <laughs> we got all these these uh, these all-star stats here uh, that I had to read over on my way uh, over here. Uh, appreciate that, Mike. And um, that's supposed to be a joke, and uh, uh, but uh, really impressive, y'all know. Uh, this is probably the first week of the season that y'all want to actually talk about this week's opponent, right? Uh, I would expect we've got a bunch of uh, Texas questions, and uh, but excited about where we're at right now. Um, as I said after uh, our game, we're making incremental improvement uh, every week, and we've become more efficient in all the areas that we really focused on in the out of season. Players have worked incredibly hard. Uh, again, I like the, the team from a leadership. Uh, very hungry. They're not easily satisfied. Uh, they've got great humility, great self-awareness, and where we need to get better. Which there's places in all three phases of of you know our program that we've got to get better uh, from a offensive, defensive, and a special team standpoint. But relatively healthy, um, you know, other than the the players that we've already uh, talked about the last couple of weeks that uh, we've lost for the season. And uh, going to be, again, a wonderful environment uh, against a really uh, talented, uh, hot Texas team uh, play. You know, on paper uh, and uh, on film, they play uh, their best when they're, they're playing really good people. And that's uh, Texas has always uh, risen to the occasion uh, and done so. But uh, coming off a, you know, really good, strong game last week against Kansas uh, where they had almost 700 yards of offense and uh, uh, really were unstoppable. And uh, they've been outstanding in all the, the areas you, you peel it back, whether that's rush defense or pass defense or scoring defense or red zone defense, uh, if that's offensively, uh, how efficient that they've been. They've got you know incredible weapons at the skill position. Uh, you know They lost some great backs last year, and, and they've obviously shown they've Really recruited well. Uh, Brooks is is one of a number of their backs that you know is running really really well. Uh, Worthy Mitchell Sanders, uh, amongst others, uh, are just some you know, really incredibly talented uh, players. Uh, Ewers is uh, he's a true freshman last year. Played pretty dang good and is playing at a really high level. Obviously against uh, Alabama in Tuscaloosa, threw for. Uh, just south of 350 yards, and and uh, was the national uh, player of the week. So uh, again, we got a we got a great great challenge. Uh, you know, they're spearheaded on defense by Jalen Ford, as good of a linebacker that's out there in college football. And uh, special teams have been really uh, strong for them. But again, I like where we're at as well. Um, you know, I want to see where we're at. You know, you. If you want to continue to improve and create change, uh, we're certainly not where we want to be in, by, in any way, shape, or form. Uh, that doesn't mean that you're not uh, thankful for your players and their coaches and the hard work that guys have put in and the success that we've had. You got to celebrate. Uh, you got, can't forget to celebrate successes along the way, but always keep the right uh, perspective about what you know lies ahead and you know what your objectives and goals and uh, hopes are. And uh, so again, as we said. 
um, a number of times. We've got a lot of work to do, but our, our guys have, have done a lot of things uh, really well. did want to mention, you know, Dylan, who, who's been outstanding this year. He's one of six FBS players since the start of the 96 seasons to complete at least 75 a percent of his passes through the first five games of the season while also throwing for 15 touchdowns with two or few, fewer uh, interceptions. And he's done a great job. We've had 14 different players offensively that have caught touchdowns this year. So speaks to, you know, the depth that, you know, we're developing at a variety of the, the skill positions uh, as well. And, uh, and then, again, something that uh, we've – done a great job of as a team as we've taken care of the football and we've created uh, you, know, uh, you know several turnovers at being plus eight in the turnover margin uh, and you know again our guys are uh, you know working incredibly hard as I said but uh, they know that we've we've left a lot out on the table as well so I, I really like where we're at mentally um, but again recognize the uh, excitement and all the uh, things that go along with p- playing down uh, in the Cotton Bowl. Uh, for us, you know, our, you know, our vision is, uh, you know, if we're fortunate enough to win the game. Uh, we'll be six and zero and going into a bye week with uh, back half of a season to go and uh, still a lot of work to do. And if for some reason, you know, it doesn't uh, work out the way we want it to. Uh, we're still going to go to the bye week, and we still got the back half of the season to attack and continue to improve and get better. So, uh, with that, I'll, I'll open it up uh, for questions. Start in the middle, Eric Bailey. Brandon, you've coached in multiple big games that have seen quality quarterback play. How big has quarterback poise been in those big games? And can you speak about the aspect of both Dylan and Quinn Ewers <laughs> in this matchup, quarterback poise, and how important that'll be for both those quarterbacks? Well, again, yeah, don't. Don't try to force the issue. Let the game come to you. But all successful quarterbacks will be the first ones to tell you they're successful because of they're surrounded by pretty good parts. And you know whether that's a good line, it's a good running game. That's you know quality receivers that can get open and uh, they can block in the run game. Uh, uh, a defense that'll complement them and not. You know, put them in tough positions, but poise is incredible, uh, uh, incredibly important at uh, that position, uh, without question. And everybody looks to that person from a leadership standpoint and uh, uh, you know a focus standpoint, a, uh, sometimes it emotionally uh, as well. Uh, but that's that goes with that position from a leadership standpoint a lot. Uh, is, is on that guy, and they've got yeah, they have some special qualities. Both of those quarterbacks have special qualities, you know. And both of them have, uh, you know, been playing the position, you know, for a long, long time. And uh, Quinn certainly is uh, playing at South Lake uh, uh, there in Dallas, and then going to both Ohio State and Texas. He's he's in as big of a arena as you can be in, and both in high school and in college. So. Uh, but both of them are incredibly well equipped uh, to have the, you know, they have the right poise. It is an important quality trait to have in all situations, and this week will be no different. But, but I would be, you know, negligent if I didn't uh, say part of that key is again just trusting the team that you have around you, and you don't have to, don't try to. Oh, this week I got to put on my Superman cape. That's that's not the case. 
And, uh, but you got to play well. You know, you can't go around and fart around and uh, make bad decisions and not have great ball security and, uh, and not execute, you know, uh, within the system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brent, I'm saying a game like this, establishing the run could be really important. Yeah. Where do you feel like your running game is right now, and specifically Marcus Major? You know, how, how do you feel about how he stands here? Yeah, Marcus game? stands great. Uh, you know, we want to continue to improve and, in our run game and, and in every part of our, again, uh, all of our schemes on both sides of the ball. Uh, we're not, you know, where we need to be yet. And uh, so it will. It always has been an important uh, part of this game. If you peel it all the way back, you know, rushing the football uh, is incredibly important. A team that, uh, that you know, uh, is better at, at running the ball and, uh, and the turnover margin, the big play, uh, margin will, will have a big impact on the game. Yeah, Brent, this is uh, historically, this is a series of streaks. One team sort of gets command and wins for a pretty good chunk of years. How important is it to make sure they haven't started one? With the way they beat yeah. you last year, how important is it to quench that momentum? I mean, I don't know if the momentum, usually you say the momentum uh, a year ago shouldn't have anything to do with this year. Uh, we've got um, a much different team. Many of the players in our locker room weren't here, but there's certainly many that were. Uh, I don't want to, uh, you know, skirt over that issue, but um, it's always important. I mean, I, I want to win every year, uh, every game, and whether it's this week or it was last week. And, uh, you know, I don't know if um, – you know, there has been some streaks. I don't know what that exactly looks like. Uh, but uh, we need to, you know, play well this week. You know, that's uh, the expectation. That's what we're working for. That's what we're preparing for. Uh, that's what our guys should expect if they have a, a great w- week of work. And, uh, and again, we should be a confident football team uh, going against another confident football team. Hey, Brent, I know you talked about Danny's improvement before, um, and you've mentioned that lots of times it's understanding and recognition. But was there a time for you when you sort of saw the key in the lock almost for him, that it, it sort of started to come together in a way that maybe you saw the direction he was headed? Yeah, I would say probably this summer. Uh, just his leadership, he just took it to another level. Um, just demanded a lot from his teammates. Uh Told the coaches to stand aside and had a wonderful summer uh, with the guys. And, and of course, that's, you know, he had a lot of willing uh, teammates that uh, went along, but a lot of incredibly hard work on their own uh, all summer long. And I think it, you take, it takes that first to really start to come in to your own uh, as a player and through all that work, uh, the improvement in his knowledge, the improvement through that work. Uh, he had a lot of confidence coming into the season, and up to this point, he's played pretty good. Hey, Brent. Um, <clears throat> there's always a, a lot of discourse this week, whether it's from fans or us, the media, generate a lot of it. We only got four guys to talk to this week, four veteran guys. Is that just a, a decision of, hey, we have a singular focus, this is a... Yeah, a I just, game. I mean, you want me to be uh, totally honest. I know how, like, a lot of, a lot of times on... Mondays or uh, Tuesdays, uh, when you talk to the guys, it's still about last week. You know, it's never about this opponent. And, uh, and, and this week is always my 13, 14 plus years experience is that, um, we, we, 
we try to get somebody. That's how I see it, right, wrong, or indifferent. Uh, I still like y'all and respect y'all, but it's like, oh, let me see if we can get him to say something. And uh, so that's now we want to talk about this week's opponent, you know. So uh, we got four good ones to, to represent us, you know, the right way. But that's it. Like this week is different than a lot of weeks. I mean, it's not different for us in a lot of ways. Most ways it's not. Um, I do think that for the media, um, it's a bigger deal. Um, that's not a, a bad thing. It's not a great thing, what, whatever it is. But that's my experience in dealing, uh, you know, I just, that's a lot of experience. Mm -hmm. Brent, you mentioned Brooks and what he's been doing on the ground. Seems like he's really got it rolling the last three weeks, especially. What have you seen from him that makes him so effective in the running game? Yeah, it's just he's got a really good offensive line. They've got all five return returning offensive linemen from a year ago, so very experienced. They're physical, uh, well coached, know what they're doing, and then he's got strength, power, patience. He's got great pace. He uh, plays really well behind his pads um, and runs with you know. Uh, Confidence. You know, Brent, your defense has been bolstered by you know a group of young players that every level of your defense that you're playing. Uh, what kind of impact are they having? And if you could take kind of a deep dive schematically, what Texas does on offense that makes them so efficient because they've been so good this year. Could you talk about both those things, please? Yeah. Um, again, offensively. Uh, Coach Sarkeesian does a wonderful job in his presentation and putting guys in position to be successful. Uh, he's had tremendous success for a long time, um, scheming and uh, offensively does it just again a, a wonderful job and got excellent players and knows how to get them the, the football. Uh, and it's both running and throwing, not just uh, one or the other. What was your first question? young players that are playing, whether it's P.J., Thomas, whether it's your backup back backers that get into the game, or R. Mason Thomas and Peyton Bowen's playing so much, what kind of impact is that having on your defense? Yeah, I mean, they're all hungry. I mean, it's many of the, the front-line guys, uh, you know, if it's Desan McCullough or it's Jaron Kanick uh, and guys that you just named. Uh, we got several first-year players. Uh, some of them are, are, a lot of them are young uh, in their age uh, or Maybe it's their first year as a as a transfer, um, but they're hungry, they're driven, uh, they really feed off each other. We've got you know tremendous uh, chemistry, uh, respect. Um, guys are willing to take ownership of their own work, and uh, both the good and the bad. And so uh, that makes you know learning and teaching, getting better, improving um, a lot easier uh, when guys get out of their own way. Uh, but it's, they're a competitive group of guys, you know, some highly talented guys that have humility. Uh, they're really competitive. They're willing to work for what, you know, their opportunities. Uh, and, and again, uh, we have an opportunity for exponential growth uh, as a result. Mm -hmm. Brent, from the outside looking in, I think the, the thinking going into the season on the wide receivers was a lot of potential but not so much proven track record behind Jaleel and Drake. That's fair, yeah. As guys started to compete in fall camp and separate themselves, when did you start to recognize what you guys had and what were those distinguishing factors with that group? Well, stay healthy. And another year of, you know, we had several freshmen, just young guys that haven't, they were just freshmen, whether it's Freeman or it's 
uh, you know, Gibson or it's uh, um, Anderson, you know, those guys in particular. Certainly we got Petaway that's uh, a, a freshman now. Um, and then, it, again, we've uh, had a couple of transfers. You know, J.J. hasn't uh, played. He just got cleared. And uh, Andrell just got here, you know, in the summertime. So you, there's a lot that you just didn't know. Uh, probably leaving out somebody. And uh, but uh, LV was, you know, a, a second year here, uh, and then you had two guys with Drake and you know Jalil that had proven, but um, we didn't have a proving starting group. We certainly didn't have proven depth, and uh, you, you, the improvement was very incremental. And then you got to get into games, you know, uh, to me to prove. Uh, that you've made the improvement in all the right areas. If that's blocking, if that's making competitive plays, we fall camp we start making you know uh, several competitive plays more so than what we had uh, as a group, and um, and again the season you know has has given guys the opportunity and and they've responded. But Emmett's done a great job. They've all done a great job at working at their craft, spending a lot of extra time uh, together you know with the quarterbacks. And uh, again, a year ago, just didn't um, we, we weren't able to have uh, uh, you know several of the guys were just freshmen out of high school, and, and it just took a little while from from a you know maturation standpoint. Yeah, uh, Brent Jacob Lacey is the only first year player to be named a captain for this week. What does that say about him, and how pleased have you been with the production at the tackle spot? Yeah, I mean, a lot of times they may not show up in the stat sheet, but they're spilling the ball to somebody else or getting, you know, we had uh, the most knockdowns we had all year last week and a lot of guys with several knockbacks. Uh, Jacob has, um, remember, just he, he had missed since late May and um, he's just kind of getting into his groove, uh, if you will, when it comes to, uh, you know, the speed of the game, uh, the fundamentals, pad level, uh, playing playing quick and efficient. And uh, it's really, really hard work and get super positive, super easy to coach, uh, brings out the best in guys around him. And uh, so he's, you know, uh, earned this opportunity. Brent, this weekend will be the, the first time since 2011 both teams are, are undefeated going into the game. That last time you guys won pretty handily. The defense had three touchdowns. Just maybe what do you remember about that 2011 game? And when both teams have a lot on the line like this weekend, how do you keep the team you know, poised and make sure they, they stay focused? Well, I mean, as we know, this game is always really important regardless if you're both undefeated or not. Um, uh, I remember uh, Coach Harzen was the offensive coordinator, and uh, we had a good team uh, that year. Uh, we played... Uh, we played really well uh, that day. Um, I think they maybe returned a kick for a touchdown. Is that right in that game? Uh, so I'm, I remember I was mad about that. I say mad, uh, all in pers- the right perspective. But we we had scored three defense touchdowns, and I remember that. And uh, yeah, it was you know beautiful day. Coach, um, Texas has done a real good job of uh, recruiting, as you have, but um, along the offensive and defensive fronts, 
it seems they are a little bit ahead. I'm wondering how you compare the two fronts, just in the physical nature and the impact of the game. Can you address that? Well, I mean, again, they've yeah. I think that goes without saying. And we, Texas has recruited well uh, for a long time. Uh, they've done a great job at, uh, from a development standpoint, both lines of the scrimmage. Uh, you know, um, I like where our guys are at, and uh, our guys have. You know, we've recruited well uh, as well, and uh, I feel like that we've our guys have made the improvement uh, that we'd like, and uh, we still want more, just like I'm sure they do. Uh, but uh, it again should be a, a good matchup, both both sides uh, of the football. And I think if you you want to win this game, I think you got to win the lines of scrimmage. You certainly can't lose the line of scrimmage. You know, if it's a push, and then you uh, some other part of the game that you you're better in. Uh, but I think you you know you, that's going to be a, a critical part you know of this game, no doubt about it. I'll take you back to. 2011 game, Jesse referenced Brent. First turnover you forced that day, you called a blitz off the edge with, with Coleman and Nelson corner in at linebacker. It worked out perfect. Forced their first turnover. Uh, sort of set the tone for what was a really good day for your defense. The camera cut to you, and it, you were as excited about the play as your, as your guys. I'm going to use that to ask whether this is a pride game for coaches as much as it is players. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I, I'll just be honest. This may not be the answer that you're looking for, but every week it, your your pride is at stake. And, um, and I don't say pride as an ego, just pride in everyone's work together. And there's nothing that I um, that satisfies me more as a coach is to see our players have success through all their hard work. So, hey, you know, I'll – Never make apologies for celebrating, you know, the success of a lot from a lot of hard work. Uh, see the players uh, have uh, success and be excited. That's this is a game of emotion and enthusiasm and intensity and and a lot of hard work and a lot of tough moments. So uh, when you have an opportunity to celebrate, man, celebrate and keep it in perspective. Celebrate hard, don't celebrate long. And uh, uh, but again. You know, this game is, you know, there's a lot of uh, people in this state and a lot of alumni that are south of uh, the Red River that, you know, I've always taken um, uh, um, great pride in uh, doing a good job with whatever role I had, knowing that uh, the the college universities that I work for um are counting on us to put out a great product and something for them to be proud of. I, I that part, uh, listen, I'm not, I don't, I don't coach for cheers and likes and clicks. And I don't, uh, when, when things go bad, I'm not affected that way either. What I'm affected is when, uh, we're not putting a good product on the field. And, um, I, I take uh, pride in watching people have joy in watching our guys play with incredible effort, fundamentals, toughness, uh, precision, uh, with an edge, uh, with class. I take pride in that. And that's in every single game I've ever coached. Um, I know that's a responsibility of my position as a coach, as a coordinator, uh, certainly as a head coach. It all falls under you as a coach. If you got the right stuff to you, it should matter to you. 
And, uh, uh, and so I live in this community. I live in this state. I've always, wherever I've been, it's home. It's not a job. It's, it's home. And so I've, I've always taken, uh, again, uh, uh, just n- look at myself and there's a huge responsibility and, and part of, uh, our responsibility is to, um, or maybe the gratification comes from, uh, having people, uh, that love, uh, your team, the Sooners. I have pride in, in, uh, how we're doing what we're doing. Uh, we play football. Uh, we, we win games, but how we do what we do to me, that's what people take the most pride in. Coach, you know, I noticed you have different leaders as, as receivers in touchdowns, receptions, and yardage, which I think is kind of unusual. Um, kind of hard to tell who the favorite receiver is if there is one. Is that more of a scheme? game plan type thing or is that more of just Dylan having command out there? I think that's um, I think it's probably a little bit of both but uh, you know I think it's a credit to all the players getting open and then I think uh, Dylan having the poise to go through uh, his reads uh, and, and take advantage of you know uh, where the openings are uh, if you will and uh, uh, but I think all of it together, this great chemistry, great understanding by everybody involved, you know, then everybody gets an opportunity to have some success. Okay, way back, John Hooper. Yeah, Brent, uh, you just mentioned emotion, the intensity of this game. You're going to be counting on a lot of freshmen, a lot of first-year players, a lot of transfers, a lot of young guys. What's your message to them about the waves of emotion that come and go in this game? And is your message going to be lost on them until they actually get down there and feel it for themselves? Well, again, it, it's going to be the same. Um, again, uh, at some point in time every week, I talk about don't allow your uh, emotions to hijack you. And from a poise, from a execution, from a precision, from a a focused intensity. You can't just be intense and a crazy guy out there. You gotta have a, a focused intensity. You gotta, which leads to details and precision and execution. And, uh, so, you know, we, um, you go to practice and it's a very passionate, intense practice. And I want our guys, uh, to feel, uh, a sense, um, some sem- semblance of a, of a game day. And, and the accountability that goes with it too. Um, so that by game day, again, you're, you're not losing your mind. Um, I'm not naive. I, I know what an environment, um, can do. And, uh, so, but we're, we're talking and trying to nurture that year round and not to allow external factors to be a part of the game. Uh, hey man, uh, you know, it should be uh, a privilege, uh, to be in these moments where, uh, there's pressure and there's high expectations, but don't allow um, uh, that emotion to hijack you and keep you from doing, you know, what you need to do to be, do your one of 11 on, you know, one of those three uh, parts of the game. All right, John Shin. Yeah, Brent, kind of piggybacking off of who have asked, uh, with so many transfers nowadays, it used to be maybe a quarter of your roster, this was the first time they were experiencing this game, but you knew it was only going to be about a quarter every year. You mentioned last night, 50 guys, this will be their first trip down there this year. Yeah. I mean, do you have to do you have to spend a little more time trying to educate them on what they're going to get into? Um, we Again, just assuming that, say it's a year you have, you know, 10 new guys. I mean, you spend... Uh, you spend time every year uh, trying to 
when we were going to Jack Tri Stadium a year ago. We we spent time. All right, here's what's going to be like. You're trying to uh, when you're when you're not in familiar territory. They have a, of an expectation now here at home. So I think every coach in America will try to uh, create some level of comfort, you know, uh, ahead of time. All right, here's what we can expect. This is what's going to look like. Again, until you're in all those different environments, nothing. Uh, you know, is is going to be adequate enough. But uh, but you only have so much time in a week. Uh, still, same size field and all those things. Still comes down as a game of doing and execution, and nobody in the stadium is going to play. And so again, you you just hopefully through several months of nurturing, maturity, and mindset and focus, and the things that it takes to win. Hopefully, that, those things will, will become second nature. But you know, a lot of these games, uh, this game in particular, my experience has been that it, there comes a, a few crucial moments. We had, There's some games that it wasn't competitive for the other side of the ball uh, early on. But many of the games, um, it, it comes down to a critical. We were uh, uh, doing the radio show last night talking about the, the, uh, the Superman play. And uh, we had, I believe that was the, the play before we, we had, our field goal kicker had, punted the ball and uh, they inadvertently uh, tried to recover it there and, and uh, kept it uh, out of the end zone and uh, fumbled the ball around there and now they're backed up seven to three uh, with not much time uh, pinned inside their own five yard line and and so now you got a conservative approach and we played good defense and now it's uh, now it's time you know to throw the ball and and they expose themselves in a really tough part of the field, and next you know it's fourteen to three. And uh, so um, those types of uh, miscues, if you will, um, uh, have been a big part of a lot of these games. And so having poise under pressure will be a big part of it uh, this Saturday. And there'll be some of those pivotal moments and/or plays uh, that'll uh, have, be a big part from a momentum swing or a kind of seal the deal, if you will. Hey, Brandon. Brandon's obviously a guy who's been on the other sideline of this thing. Just how important was it to get him acclimated last week? And Who? Brent, Brandon Thompson? Yeah. Just how important was it to get him acclimated last week? And, you know, you mentioned not getting sidetracked by emotions. Just what are you looking for out of him in a game where there is an extra element for him? Yeah, just try to take a, take away the burden of expectations. Again, you're, you're, you're one of you know, 16 guys in a position group and you get on the field, you're one of 11, do your job, do it well, uh, do it with toughness and precision and uh, detail, uh, no more, no less. And uh, so you just try to, uh, you know, get them to, you know, play with the right mindset. A big reason was that he felt like this fit who he was more, the culture here. Obviously, don't want you to compare it to Texas, but just when you were talking to his family, to him, just how what made you feel like he was going to be the right fit for what you guys do represent here? Well, we had a lot of coaches that had relationships with him and his family through the recruiting process. Uh, we certainly, I knew of him uh, coming out of high school, but uh, talked to him and his mom, you know, for five minutes and immediately they're, they're amazing people and they would fit in any environment uh, really well. Uh, just great people. Uh, he's got a humble, uh, hardworking uh, mindset, incredibly talented, and he's been a great teammate. Uh, he's done everything we've asked him to do. It was a little snake bit with uh, being uh, a hamstring injury, but 
uh, got great, great speed, very explosive, and uh, uh, he's nowhere close to to what you know we feel like he can be uh, when it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned uh, being ready for the the pivotal moments. Your kicking game it seems like Zach and Josh have had some ups and downs. Do you feel good about where that stands going into this game? Yeah, I mean, again, I look at it comparatively speaking. Uh, you know, I think some of our parts in the kicking game is has been really, really good. And and so, you know, a good offense helps the punter, right? A bad offense doesn't help the punter. A bad defense doesn't help the kicking game. And so I think uh, I think our kicking game um, has been uh, really solid uh, through the first four games and uh, uh, five games and uh, have a chance, you know, if we improve in some other areas, not having anything to do with uh, Zach or uh, Josh, uh, we could be outstanding, and and again they've been uh, they've been uh, really good, and uh, like like every other position on our team, uh, there's there's room for improvement, and uh, they'll be the first ones to admit that. But uh, they've done a good job, and and uh, we're gonna need them. They'll be a big part of uh, of this game without question. Uh, I know ahead of fall camp, and then again after the Iowa State game, you, you mentioned the middle eight and just the need for the team to improve their head into the season. How do you kind of emphasize that in the off season, and what, just what does that process look like? Yeah, it's just being focused. Um, uh, you know, not getting satisfied within the game. Understand uh, being the moment of from a, a detail standpoint, an efficiency standpoint. Understand what's at stake. Uh, you know. Creating uh, momentum going into halftime, um, you know, creating momentum coming out of halftime. Uh, you know, there's statistical information that'll validate all of that, but you know, you get into you know rhythm on either side of the ball. Uh, you know, if you're if you're lined up against that, that's a hard thing sometimes to stop. It's a real thing on a in in you know sports, and so uh, you know. To me, more than anything else, it's it's a mindset and it's a focus. You know, being present in those moments, that both coaches and players. You know, so, you know, coaches are not immune to having uh, a crappy series. You know, of play calling. You know, God, I put them in a bad call. Man, I got us in a rock, bad start. You know, that's that's a very uh, again, that's a obvious thing. But uh, but uh, so everybody's got to have a, a real focus to them and and. Uh, you know, all hands on deck mindset. Hey, coach, when you look at Texas's receiver score, like such as Mitchell and, and Worthy, what kind of skill sets are they bringing <laughs> into this game? And, you know, how are you planning on going after that promotion in this game? <laughs> well, I'm still trying to figure that out. If anybody's got any uh, ideas, let me know. Um, they're really good. They're super fast. They're big, um, great hands. Uh, they play with great effort. Uh, I see great teammates. You know, if they're not getting the ball. They're blocking, cracking, uh, celebrating their teammates' success. I look at all that. I like to try to get to get to know a, an opponent. You know, feel like connected, so I can do a good job of of when we're in our moments in the meeting room or on the practice field. I can a- adequately portray uh, what. Our guys are getting ready to, to face, uh, but these guys are uh, home run hitters, man. They're the real deal. Uh, excellent players. They're gonna play the game a long time, 
and uh, our guys are excited about uh, the challenge. It's going to be a real challenge. And uh, but you know, God challenge our guys if we want to, because our guys know we're we, we haven't we haven't played uh, fully to our capability. And if you want to get there, then you got to have challenge to create the change that you that you want. And uh, so you need the challenge and to see where we're at and get exposed and uh, know where we got to go to work at. But these guys are really really good and they're well coached. Over here, Brent. Uh, after quarterback plays always big in a game like this, when people look at yours, they, they kind of think passing the football, but the last couple of games, he's ripped off some pretty good runs, and people probably don't think of him that way. Just kind of talk about the challenge of dealing with that, along with the receivers and the running back and everything else they have on offense. Yeah, they're, again, incredibly efficient. They're in the RPO world, uh, like everybody in college football, and uh, they're really good at all the spots. So it's hard for you, like, all right, let's let's take these guys away and let's make them count on this. You know, you have several games. You have, well, let's cut the head off the snake. Whatever they got, they got all kinds of them. You know, everywhere. It's not coach speak. It, they're really good and talented, and and there's not an area that 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 we don't have to play well. We need to play well everywhere. Uh, you're not going to just luck up and win a game like this. Sometimes. Uh, certain places you can be much better and overcome some mistakes. Th- these guys will punish you uh, for the smallest uh, mistakes, and uh, you know, uh, you know, you've got to be, you know, efficient. And uh, we don't concede anything. That's just uh, to me. That's a mindset. It's a philosophy. Uh, every once in a while, um, I should. I, uh, every game, there'll be moments where you say, well. You know, they executed. We are not in a call that's great for that. Uh, and so you, as a, as a play caller, you want to try to, uh, you want to try to avoid that, uh, as much as possible. You don't want to have that self-talk during the game, uh, that much. But, uh, you know, that's, you know, it's a, uh, that's kind of the, I don't know if it's a chess match, but there's a run defense or pass defense or, uh, situational, uh, defense, uh, both sides of the ball. Uh, it's got to be really good. If we're in zone, we got to be tight. We're in man, we got to be tight. You know, you can't give these guys space anywhere. You know, they just you know chew you up. It's uh, uh, again a great challenge. Coach, talk about the benefit of having a healthy Dylan Gabriel playing at a at a high level, playing with an edge, going for you this weekend. Yeah, I think it's just good for our team this season. Um, He's been a huge part from a leadership standpoint and, again, an efficiency standpoint uh, where we're at right now through five games. Um, uh, couldn't ask for, for much better. You know, you'd have to be pretty dang picky uh, to find some uh, places. But, you know, he's he's done incredibly well. Uh, he's made improvement. He's making great decisions. Again, playing with great confidence. Now still having the humility and the respect for what it takes to be successful. Uh, again, he practices uh, with the game like mentality and uh, and it shows up you know he's been uh, playing within the system and trusting people around him and uh, and again the surrounding supporting cast has been playing uh, uh, well as as well but again every week is a season of its own and uh, uh, it's the best of one and so uh, you know you got to start completely over and you got to this is a game of doing and so 
Uh, you know, that's the rearview mirror, the first five games. He should be confident uh, because of the, the work that he's put in and the success that we've had. But every week you got to start over. And uh, uh, regardless of if you've not done well or you've done well, uh, you know, you got to have a, uh, you know, a best of one mentality. Uh, another thing with Dylan Brent, uh, with what you've been able to do with him in the run game, is that just a natural evolution of the offense or something you, you've always envisioned, or is it a way to kind of kickstart the run game as a whole? No, it's, um, I think most good offenses that you see out there today have some element of that. A year ago, you know, we, we weren't, uh, we didn't have much depth uh, at all at quarterback. We're a little better there now, and uh, uh, and so uh, I think every uh, team that had issues maybe with uh, the depth at quarterback would stay away from it as much as possible. And uh, as you get a little more, it's uh, just to have it as an element. Uh, you know, when you need it, and you feel like it can uh, put you in an, uh, a good position to be successful. You know, more than willing. Uh, to to do it, um, defenses will be the first one to tell you. You know that design quarterback run with somebody that can also throw the ball is it's a, a tough challenge, and uh, you know he's uh, got good enough instincts to to be uh, you know to to hurt you that way. And again, he's he's done a nice job you know using his legs to improvise, and he does a good job of keeping his eyes down the field uh, as well to you know uh, throw guys open. All right. Y'all have a good one. That was head coach Brent Venables. Thanks for listening to the weekly Brent Venables press conference presented by Allstate with insurance from Allstate. You'll be game day ready every day. Allstate, you're in good hands. Still to come this week on the Sooner Sports Network, Thursday night at 7, you can catch the Coach's Corner hosted by Chris Plank and Gabe Eichert as they chat with this week's guests of offensive line coach Bill Biedenboe and defensive defensive tackle coach Todd Bates. And, of course, Saturday, the Sooners travel south of the Red River to take on the Texas Longhorns. Pre-game coverage across the Sooners Sports Network gets started with Toby Rowland, Teddy Lehman, Chris Plank, and Gabe Eichert at 9 a.m. live from the venerable Cotton Bowl with kickoff set for 11 a.m. For Ray Klatmeyer running things back in our Learfield studios in Jeff City, Adam Pinkston of Sooner Vision for his on-site assistance, the Sooner Sports Network, and Learfield, I'm Drake Dyken. Live from the campus of the University of Oklahoma, this has been the Brent Venables Press Conference. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Sooner Sports Network. Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Right here on the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the KREF app, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Beat Texas Week on the Ref is brought to you by Boyd Street Ventures. Visit BoydStreetVentures.com to see how Boyd Street Ventures is bringing OU innovation to the world. Boyd Street Ventures, under the radar, above the crowd.
It's time. All we want to think about is football and basketball season, but it's also insurance season. November 1st to December 15th is open enrollment for your individual medical coverage. It's the time you need to pick a new plan or update your income to avoid tax penalties. If you're uninsured, it's the only time to buy your individual medical plans for 2024 without a qualifying event. Call Allison Insurance at 405-745-2968 or 800-580-5587. It won't cost anything and could save you a lot. Hey, Sooner basketball fans, it's time for one last go-round in the Big 12 at the Lloyd Noble Center. Your men's basketball season tickets are on sale now and start at just $149. Secure your seats now and don't miss out on any of this year's Sooner Hoops games. Visit Soonersports.com or call 800-456-GO-OU. That's 800-456-4668 to purchase your tickets today. We'll see you at the LNC this season. Boomer Sooner. I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. Our showroom is home to classic favorites like diamond earrings and pearl strands, plus cool watches from Michelle and Shinola, and cases full of the latest trends. We are known for our engagement rings and love giving our customers every option, straight from our cases or in their very own custom design with natural diamonds, lab-grown diamonds, or colored gemstones. Shop with us in-store or shop our website or Instagram. Mitchell's Jewelry in the heart of Norman at 2201 West Main Street. Have you ever wondered if an electric vehicle is the right choice for you and your family? Good news! The EV experts at Oklahoma Electric Cooperative have done the research for you. Simply visit okcoop.org EV to learn about tax savings, charging an EV, our specially curated rate for EV owners, and more. If you are an OEC member, you could also qualify for an EV charger rebate. Visit okcoop.org EV today. This is Peggy Doviak, and I opened DM Wealth Management because of a horrible experience that my mother had with a stockbroker. I wanted to give people an alternative, a place they could go to understand their money, to know why investment decisions were made the way they were, and to create a financial plan that would help them meet their goals. Most of all, I wanted to help them plan their prosperity. Call me at 405-329-8884 or dmwealth.com. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. When it comes to vaping, the truth can get clouded. So let's make it clear. Vaping is not safe for youth. Because vaping can put microscopic particles into your lungs. And dangerous things like metals into your body. And nicotine, which can harm a person's brain development through their mid-20s. With appealing flavors, high nicotine levels, and lots of promotion on social media. Many kids think vaping is harmless, but it's not. So talk to your kids about the risks of vaping. Because when you talk, they hear you. Learn more at underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. With custom signs and graphics from Fast Signs, you can say anything. Invite the world to discover that thing that makes your business unmistakably yours. Make your statement in lights or metal on a van across the windows. Make it unforgettable. Together, anything is possible. Bright ideas brilliantly executed can turn the mundane into the marvelous. Transforming your space begins at our place. Power your business visibility and make your statement with Fast Signs. 
Call Fast Signs of Norman, 405-701-2890. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It's time for the Steelman and Thune at noon with Mike Steely and Parker Thune. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Text the show on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, here's Mike Steely and Parker Thune. Welcome in, uh, Brent's press conference. Obviously, it uh, changes things up on Tuesday. Parker is uh, en route back to the ref studios here in the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios after Brent's press conference that ran uh, close to 45 minutes. And uh, you figured it would be extra long today because it is Texas Week. And welcome in, everybody, our Texas Week coverage here on the ref brought to you by Boyd Street Ventures under the radar above the crowd. I'm Mike Steely here in the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios. Hoping you're having a great Tuesday. Joined by the one, the only T.J. Perry. We've got so many people running so many different directions at this place. You never know who's going to show uh, up. I didn't even know they were running directions. And then somebody said, hey, I'm leaving the building in a minute. And I'm like, wait a minute, where's everybody at? <laughs> yeah. so we're here. We're here. It's crazy. All right, uh, hour number one is always brought to you by Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 405-579-3113. They'll do great work for you. Uh, you know, it's going to be 65 degrees, TJ, and overcast skies at kickoff. What I'm hearing right now for OU Texas. Now, who knows if that's, that's going to change. That's the perfect OU Texas I'm, weather right there, right? I'm almost having trouble believing it. Yeah, it's I like know. The, it's like, psych, here it is, it's 95, and it's scorching down on, your, uh, on you in the bleachers. You, so. can, you can get a burn in the, uh, in the stands at the Cotton Bowl if you're not Absolutely. up there with the media. I've, you know, most of mine were in the press box with the times that I was you know, out in the stadium amongst the people. You could get a good burn there, no doubt, at the Cotton Bowl. And the other thing about going to the game at the Cotton Bowl is there is no bigger – highs and lows experienced during a game than Oklahoma, Texas, right? You oh, without are a doubt. mentally no, yeah. and physically worn out by the time you leave that game, win or lose, right? And dinner always tastes better. The drinks go down smoother uh, if you get a victory, but you are completely, by the time you head back to Oklahoma, whether it's Sunday morning or Maybe Saturday night, if Oklahoma loses, you are pretty much you're worn just emotionally out. spent. You yeah, are. you're just wore completely down. It's just the emotions, the swing of it, especially in close games where it's going back and forth. Like the the, the Caleb Williams year, I don't know that I've ever experienced anything like that. I mean, it was just you just wanted to collapse at the end of it. So yeah. there's, there's nothing like it. Nothing like it. It's incredible. It, it is an experience. If you've never been there, and I know most of the people in our audience have, there's nothing else like it. Like I said, uh, physically, emotionally, you are drained by the time you leave the Cotton Bowl. So we'll see what happens Saturday. Sooners are a six-point underdog to the Longhorns in this matchup. And uh, Parker's going to be here in a little bit. But I wanted to play this soundbite first today because we've heard from Sark. We played uh, some Sark yesterday. We're going to play some more Sark today. We're going to play back a portion of Brent's presser, a couple clips if you missed next hour. But this was Joel Klatt talking on his YouTube podcast. He thinks the best two teams in the country right now are Michigan 
and Texas. And Joe Klatt said he thinks, you know, the Longhorns are for real. He is definitely high on the horns. There you go. What do you think, TJ? Completely 100% agree with him. I, I've said for uh, the last week when we've kind of been bringing up this game even a little bit before Iowa State, this team seems different to me than past teams just mentally. They seem like they believe. They seem confident in themselves. They carry themselves in a different way. So I, I, and definitely, I think OU, I think either one, whoever wins this team, has one of the best paths to the playoff. Yeah, yeah. But they're going to have to face each other again if what you see in the Big 12 pans out. They're the two best teams right now in the Big 12, I think. No doubt about it. And I think Texas going to Tuscaloosa and winning gave that squad a little extra swagger. Absolutely, I, I think that without Steve, a doubt. Steve Sarkeesian uh, is building a better culture than we've seen there in a while. And, you know, right now I'm leaning towards picking Texas. And the main difference is because of the run game. Texas has been able to run the football. I mean, Jonathan Brooks is averaging, averaging seven yards a carry. Texas as a team's averaging five. The Sooners are right at four. Uh, I think it's going to be a heck of a football game. I haven't made my final prediction yet. You guys don't care anyway because I'm usually wrong. So, but um, hope you're leaning towards Texas. Yeah, Let's hope you're wrong like, again. Yes, well, yes, go ahead, big <laughs> Texas. But I, I just get a different feel. And maybe Texas craters. You know, maybe Brent. You know, is very creative. Dials up some extra pressures and gets after Quinn Ewers and forces some interceptions and the Sooners go in this football game. Oklahoma is capable of winning this football game, but Texas so far looks, they look pretty good to me. They look pretty good. So we'll see. And he's right that we always go back because what happens? A lot of times the past predicts the future. Comes back to right? haunt you, yeah. But in this situation so far, Texas has answered. And I, look, I know they struggled against Wyoming and when that game got close, they reeled off 21 points, and it, boom, it was over like that. But uh, this is a very intriguing football game. How many, how much scar tissue is left over from 49 to nothing? Whether Dylan Gabriel played or not and all of that stuff, we know the circumstances. But let's say Texas comes down and scores on a couple drives. Th- that team last year craters, obviously. This team, is there any emotional baggage left over from last year if Texas starts really good early. I think this team is clearly much more capable of surviving an early storm from Texas, but I wonder if that that plays into it at all. I think they proved that a little bit last Saturday. Yeah, that game me last too. year is going to the wire, and Iowa State's in it to the no end. No doubt. And you made adjustments this year. You hit them back in the mouth. You came out in that second half, and you pretty much – shut them down in that second half. So, so many new faces, new guys on OU's side that weren't involved with that last year. True. That I don't think that they have those lingering effects. But fan base does. Oh, yeah. That showed showed in the stadium on that first half (laughs) on Saturday. You know, it was like, all right, here we go. This is what we've been waiting on, this collapse right here. But they, they flipped the script from last year. And 
So this is a different team, and both of them are. You know, Joel Klatt's right on Texas. We're judging them based on past years as well, and I think both fan bases have been eyeing this game, saying there's a good chance we both get there undefeated, and now it's happened, and now both are still a little bit you know, hesitant to completely buy in. Yeah, we're going to find out. Again, we've been looking for answers every week. We've gotten some from this Oklahoma team. There's no doubt, no question, this is a better Oklahoma football team. No doubt about it. But how much better? We'll find out coming up this Saturday. All right, Parker's en route. By the way, the uh, Joe Klatt sound was our Ortho Central clip of the day. Ortho Central Clinics for a long time now in Norman and Midwest City. Now they're in the Tri-City area as well. Newcastle, Tuttle, and Blanchard. Their full-service clinics treat orthopedic and sports medicine injuries. Break time. The White Buffalo has landed. Parker Thune is here. Stay with us. A lot more OU Texas talk on the way right here on The Ref. Pete Texas Week on The Ref is brought to you by Boyd Street Ventures. Visit BoydStreetVentures.com to see how Boyd Street Ventures is bringing OU innovation to the world. Boyd Street Ventures, under the radar, above the crowd. Oh, no. Hello, Uncle. Now you listen to me, nephew. I've got a shirt idea for your fancy smancy K-Ref store for the suitors to be down the steers from down south. Great. This ought to be good. Hey, this ain't that namby-pamby stuff you wear, all right? This is my Rep Army Beat Texas shirt. All right. Let's hear it, Uncle. That's the shirt, nephew. This is my Rep Army Beat Texas shirt. So it just says, this is my K-Ref Army Beat Texas shirt? Did I stutter? Yes, that's the shirt. Make sure your little ref guy is throwing down the horns, all right? You know what? Actually, not bad. I kind of like it, Uncle. Well, I'll be sending you the bill. All checks made out to me. Boomer! Get your ref army beat Texas shirt before the game this Saturday. Go to kref.com, click the KREF store, order online, and pick it up locally at Transcript Press in Norman. So you're ready for Big D and ref army style. The KREF store, the home of suitor fans to suit up to beat Texas. Hi, this is Lisa Talley, broker and owner of Aria Real Estate Group. Aria Real Estate Group is Norman's premier full-service commercial and residential real estate brokerage and leasing and management firm. With our team of real estate agents, specialized property managers, and in-house maintenance team, Aria is here for you in every capacity. Whether you're a seller, a buyer, an investor, or a renter, we can help. Please explore our website at ariagroupok.com. Aria Real Estate Group, the gold standard of real estate. At Wade Electric, we care about our community. We care because we live, work, and raise our families here. We take pride in our work because not only is it a reflection of us, but it's a reflection of our community as well. Wade Electric has been serving Oklahoma since 1969. Whether it's a remodel or new construction, our qualified installers can help. Don't do it yourself. Leave it to the experts at Wade Electric. Call 405-329-1940 to speak with our trusted professionals. The new In Motion Clinic in Norman will work with each patient to take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Functional sports medicine physician Amanda Sadler, MD, is committed to spending time with each patient to help them achieve top-level energy, strength, endurance, and performance. She specializes in the treatment of gut health issues, hormonal health, immune system support, joint pain, fatigue, and thyroid dysfunction. To learn more about functional sports medicine or to schedule an appointment, call 405-515-4040. At In Motion, what moves you moves us. We all make choices about alcohol. Kids make choices whether to drink or not. Bye, Dad. Remember, I'm going to Alex's party tonight and sleeping over. Hey, 
Remind me about that party again. And adults make choices whether to talk about it. That's true of parents and every other trusted adult in a kid's life. Kids want to know our expectations, and they want honest answers in everyday conversations. So talk with your kids and help lead them on a positive path. Because when you talk, they hear you. Learn more at underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Are you looking for a luxury apartment for rent in Norman? The Falls at Brookhaven offers stunning two- and three-bedroom spacious floor plans with large walk-in closets, washer and dryer hookup, and a fabulous kitchen in a well-maintained, calm environment. From plush carpet to sleek stainless steel appliances to a pool, 24-hour fitness, and two dog parks, The Falls at Brookhaven has it all. Call our locally owned and operated community at 405-701-8233 or go online to thefallsatbrookhaven.com for a free tour and see what living in luxury is like. Is your insurance premium rate rising? You need to make the call to your local neighbors at Rightway Insurance. Rightway's number one goal for all their insurance clients is to get the best insurance rates and have an overall positive experience. Rightway Insurance is an independent insurance agency representing many different companies for your insurance needs. Give us a call, 405-607-6014, or complete a quote form at rightwayinsuranceok.com, and we'll be happy to answer any of your insurance questions. That's Rightway Insurance, 405-607-6014. All right, if you're not going down to Dallas this weekend and you're suffering from the, man, I'm not going to the Cotton Bowl Blues, well, you can spend some time out at Riverwind Casino Friday night. They've got a huge show at the Showplace Theater, Foreigner, their greatest hits tour. That's happening this Friday night. They've got some other great shows happening in October at the Showplace. Carly Pierce, October 14th. Uh, Rodney Carrington, October 27th, will be a heck of a show. And outdoors for one Beats and Bites show in the fall with the Gin Blossoms and Tonic. That will be on October 22nd. That'll be a fun show outdoors with all the great food trucks and uh, being out under the uh, October skies on the Coop Aleworks Beats and Bites stage, seeing the Gin Blossoms and Tonic. And get out and uh, participate in the big drawings. First drawings for the uh, new promotion for October, the 80K Friday Night Frights promotion. Get out there and win your share of $80,000 in cash and bonus play. Riverwind Casino, great dining options, world-class hotel, the best selection of games, nearly 3,000 electronic games, all your favorite table games, great poker room, off-track betting, great promotions, another reason why there are about a million of them that Riverwind Casino is simply the best. Parker Thune's one of the best, too. How you doing? What it is, Steel Man. How we doing? How you feeling after Brent's press conference? Are you you feeling like this? You were the first one in the Ref Royal Rumble to jump right out there (laughs) and take Oklahoma as your lock of the week and your pick of the week. It would feel disingenuous not to. Where is all the confidence coming from? Okay, I'll be honest. Okay. It was partially out of obligation. Or a feeling of obligation. Secondly, I I do think it's a really compelling upset possibility. And third, when we have so little with which to gauge how good Oklahoma actually is, yeah, you can you can look at it from one perspective this weekend and say, okay, Texas has beaten Alabama. Obviously, they're going to wreck shop against Oklahoma. Oklahoma hasn't played anybody. Do we know that? It could be just as likely that this Oklahoma team is a force to be reckoned with, and we just don't have proper context for it. Yeah, we well, 2000. Let's go back to that game, right? Absolutely. That's where, you know, Bob Stoops told uh, his coaching staff, you know what, guys? <laughs> Looks like we're pretty good. That was 63-14. to 14. Now, there's no way, no way that 63-14 – 
is going to happen this weekend. But can Oklahoma go down there and win the game? Yes. Yes, they can. I'm leaning towards Texas. I think, you know, the key in this is Texas a year ahead in their development of their roster, their culture, all of that stuff. I actually think Sark is building a pretty good culture there as well, which sounds hard to believe when you're talking about Texas, but I, I really think that's going on. Um, and, again, the fact that Texas has been able to run the football and has a little more balance than Oklahoma. But it's it's going to be a fun football game. It's going to be a great football game. I mean, the, the Red River rivalry always is, except for last year. But that was a complete Twilight Zone episode. It was just horrible. But I want to know from you guys what gives you confidence you know, look, it's easy for a fan. Oh, yeah, man, they kicked our butt last year. We're going to be angry, and this coaching staff's waited a year to get back at these guys. So, yes, Oklahoma wins the game. But what gives you confidence that Oklahoma's going to win this game? That's, that's all I'm saying. If you look at it objectively. Now, again, I do think Oklahoma can go win. I do. But they're going to have to get after Quinn Ewers. They're going to have to force him into some bad throws. They are going to, uh, you know, if Brent's been very creative, those guys know how to dial up some pressures. They're going to have some surprises. Sark will have some too, though. That's always that's a heck of a matchup. Sark's play calling and creativity against Brent's defensive play calling and creativity. Uh, and, again, I don't want you guys to think that I don't think, oh, the Sooners don't have a shot. I do think they have a shot. But I want to know from you guys what gives you real confidence that Oklahoma's going to go win. That's all. So what gives you confidence, Steely? I think, again, that if Oklahoma can get off to a good start and, you know, go out and make some plays early in this game and force Quinn Ewers into some mistakes, maybe we see some of that previous Texas, oh, my gosh, here we go, you know, come back into play early in the game. Uh, again, if the Sooners get hit in the mouth early in this game, they're a lot more – equipped to handle that in early couple big plays from Texas than they were a year ago. They clearly weren't equipped at all a year ago. We know we all know what happened there. But um, And TJ and I were just talking about this. That game with Iowa State last week would have been 50-45 to 45 or something like that in previous years, right? But the defense, there were some busts uh, by the safeties, Billy Bowman and Key Lawrence. They got schemed in some run plays. Uh, but other than that, once they figured it out, Iowa State had 92 yards the rest of the game and no points. So that's good. All right, 405-651-3439, 405-651-3439. A listener in the 918 say. says Nick Anderson will be the X Factor and help lead OU over the Shorthorns. You know, it's crazy because every season when you look in uh, at a roster – you know, we always talk about, well, the game's not played on paper. But what did we think the strength of the offense was going to be? <laughs> Certainly not wide receiver. The running back room, right? Man, they've got so much depth there and all of this. Um, and maybe they, they will get better in the running game. You know, they're utilizing Dylan Gabriel's talents in the running game because they're trying to figure some things out. Some of those little flare passes and passes out in the flats, they're an extension of the running game. They're trying to do what they can. But – we didn't know, we didn't know that this receiving core would be as awesome as it is. We were like, 
all right, who's going to be the next Marvin Mims? Well, they may not have a Marvin Mims. They may just have a few guys. You know, we thought Jalil Farouk and Drake Stoops would be one, two. The questions were who were going to be the other guys. They got some guys there. They've got some guys, no doubt. So that might be the call. It could be Oklahoma's receivers need to make most of the plays. I think if there's a wide receiver that just flat takes over this game, it's Nick Anderson. I think he's the guy that has that kind of potential more so than the rest. But I also don't think you can rely on one guy to take over the game and risk becoming one-dimensional to the point where you're just trying to force-feed that guy the ball throughout. And from that perspective, I really like what Oklahoma has going for themselves right now in the receiver room because especially now that you've unlocked Brennan Thompson, you're seven, eight deep with guys that can give you competitive snaps, run you competitive routes, and make competitive catches. No doubt. And, uh, man, Texas, we don't know about, uh, you know, whether Jatavion Sanders is going to be completely healthy or not. My guess is that he will play. How effective can he be? I mean, if he's 80%, he's, you know, awesome. He's a tough matchup. That's where Texas has an edge. Uh, you know, obviously it tied in, but it, the same thing, I, I think these both receiving cores are really good, man. You better tackle in space. You better stay on your guys. Or as good as the Oklahoma defense has been, what do you think? Could this end up being a 42 to 35 game? It could be. It very well could be. And I think that plays to Oklahoma's advantages if it is a high-scoring football game. Yeah, I think if this turns into a high-octane shootout the likes of 2008 or 2016 or more recently 2021, I favor Oklahoma in that type of game. Uh, Death taxes and the coin toss question before OU Texas. (laughs) Jeff wants to know, so Steely, if Oklahoma wins the coin toss, do they take the ball or defer? I'm of the mindset that you take the ball. Really? And you try to score right off the bat. Okay. Just to, A, strike some fear into the opposition. All right. Grab the initiative and make it abundantly clear from the get-go that this is not going to be anything close to a repeat of last year. All right. I like that. I like that. I'm probably 60-40 on uh, take the ball, try and get an extra possession. But uh, I wonder how much early in the game they will try and test that Texas defense with the run game. You think they'll just come out throwing the ball all over the field, try and get creative in the throwing game? I think, again, that's probably the safest route for Oklahoma just because they haven't really been able to establish the running game. And you got to strike a delicate balance because you have to be able to run the ball at some point, right? You can't completely lean on Dylan Gabriel's arm throughout this football game, not if you want to be able to cultivate offensive balance for the greater part of 60 minutes. But similarly, you don't want to overemphasize establishing the run early in the game and then have your running backs fail to get it going and have to punch to Texas a couple times and give them the opportunity to grab the initiative. <laughs> I'm laughing at Slim Brady. I get not being biased, but it sounds like Steely has us losing 49 to nothing again. No, 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 no. This is going to be a good competitive football game. But, uh, and again, I haven't made my official t- uh, pick yet, but the only thing that worries me is Texas has been able to run the football and Oklahoma hasn't as consistently. Right. And again, Jonathan Brooks averaging seven yards a carry. Now, do I think he'll average seven, average seven against OU? No. But um, 
We'll see. We'll see what happens. But no, Slim, I'm not that negative, I promise. A listener in the 918 asks, how do you favor OU in a shootout? LOL, what? Look, when you get in a shootout, what almost always will decide the game is the turnover margin and winning the turnover battle. And quarterback play, that comes into like, – that looms very large in those types of football games. And the reason I would favor Oklahoma in a shootout is very simply – because I trust Dylan Gabriel not to turn the ball over more than I trust Quinn Ewers. When you get in a 55-48 type of football game like back in 2021, for instance, a game like that often hinges on a turnover here, a turnover there, that not only gives the opposition a chance to make a 10-14 point swing, but also drastically shifts the momentum, and we know how huge that is in these OU Texas games historically. What really swung the momentum in that 2021 game, for instance, was Caleb Kelly stripping Xavier Worthy on that kick return. That was the moment where Oklahoma fans in that building really started to believe that not only could they come all the way back, which they had by that point to tie the game, but that's when they realized, oh, shoot, we're going to win this thing. We will go and win this football game. It's going to be fun, man. We're going to discover a lot about, you know, because you heard what Joe Klatt says, yeah, this Texas team's for real. Well, we're going to find out if that's accurate again. And, look, you can talk about they did go to Tuscaloosa and win, and I know some of you fans are like, well, Jalen Milrow sucks or whatever. Okay, Uh, Alabama had 10 penalties, but they still won the game. Uh, But we're going to find out a bunch about this Oklahoma team this weekend. We've gotten some pretty good answers so far, but if they win this game, there's a road to the playoff. There's a gleam, men. Oh, no. There's a gleam. Oh, no. Here goes Steely pumping sunshine. No, 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 no. I've already got some guy telling me my my official score doesn't mean crap. So, you know, there you go. Well, I mean, I mean, are really, look at it that way. It but. really doesn't. I get it. But, you know, why you got to be like that? Why you got to be that unhappy and angry? official score doesn't mean crap. Thank you, Leroy. All right, we'll take a break right here. We'll be right back. Home of Sooner fans, OU Texas Week is underway, presented by Boyd Street Ventures, under the radar, above the crowd. Keep it right here. Sooner Football Talk lives here. This is The Ref. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Win the most three times a week during Apache Casino Hotel slot tournament days. 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Rewards members receive one free session in our slot tournament. Want another round in the tournament? Earn 200 slot points daily each tournament day to play an extra tournament session. Apache Casino Hotel, where you win the most. Attention basketball fans. 
Get ready for an electrifying season with the defending Big 12 champion Oklahoma women's basketball team. Tickets are on sale now and start at just $99. Don't miss out on the action. Secure your seats now and cheer for victory. Visit Soonersports.com or call 800-456-4668 to secure your tickets and be part of the winning spirit. Boomer Sooner. Life is yours to spend. Spend it expanding your balance. Spend it expanding your mind. Spend it wondering what comes next. Spend it trusting that God has a plan. Spend it taking small steps in your own life. Spend it making a big impact on someone else's. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. Hey Sooners, I'm OU alum James Spann, and I founded Boyd Street Ventures to invest in promising Oklahoma-connected companies and bring Oklahoma innovation to the world. One of those companies is Vesber Solar, which is making solar panel installations faster and cheaper using breakthrough technology developed at OU. When you invest in our fund, you're investing not only in innovative companies like Vesber Solar, but in Oklahoma's future. Check us out at BoydStreetVentures.com. Boyd Street Ventures, under the radar, above the crowd. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Jelly Jelly Adjective Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services AdoptUSKids and the Ad Council Hey, I'm Reba McIntyre. Growing up in Oklahoma, I had big dreams of becoming a successful country music singer. But I also knew the odds were against me and that I needed an education to fall back on. Studying never got in the way of my dreams. In fact, school gave me lots of opportunities I wouldn't have had otherwise with my career. Please stay in school and try your best. You never know where a good education might take you. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Sideline by injury? Valor Physical Therapy can help. At Valor PT, our therapists use their knowledge and skills to help get you back in the game faster. Book your appointment now at ValorPT.com or call 405-265-6449. No referral needed. Mention the ref and get a free t-shirt at your first appointment. That's ValorPT.com. Serving in Afghanistan, I was shot in the head by sniper fire. I was given a 5% chance to live. I'm Adam Alexander, and I'm a veteran. Today, I visit classrooms and share my story. I tell kids that with a little help and a lot of work, that you can overcome any challenge. DAV helps veterans like Adam get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year. My victory is being there for the next generation. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. A special life deserves a fitting farewell. At Primrose Funeral Service, we have been compassionately serving families for over 80 years. Even if it's a long way off, when a future event is important, like a wedding or going to college, we plan for it. Planning for our own life celebration is no different. With pre-planning, Primrose can help eliminate the difficult decisions at a difficult time because nobody should plan for a loss at the same time they're experiencing one. Contact Primrose Funeral Service at 405-321-6000 or visit online at primrosefuneralservice.com. 
We are back. OU Texas Week presented by Boyd Street Ventures. Under the radar, above the crowd. Can't wait for uh, 11 a.m. on Saturday. It's going to be a nice day. It looks like down in uh, down in Big D, 65 degrees at kickoff. You'll take that. Overcast skies are always nice at the Cotton Bowl, too. You rarely get those. Rarely get those. 1984, we had that uh, rainstorm with the king in the uh, beat Texas hat. But uh, that, uh, that, that was a day everybody left very angry. 15-15 tie. Keith Stanberry had the interception. If we had replay back then, it would have been overturned. The Sooners win the football Well, game. if we had overtime back then, it wouldn't have ended in a tie. That's exactly right. That is exactly right. Why All did right. it take the football world so long to adopt overtime? Why were we still content with ties? I don't know. I, That's I, your generation yeah. right there, Steely. Yeah, I know. You know, you guys were the ones that made the change. Here's Thank the you. deal, though. Tom Osborne plays for a tie against Miami in the Orange Bowl against Howard. They probably still win the national championship. But he went for two. Incomplete. Yeah, Turner exactly. Gill to Jeff Smith, and they, they don't win it. Tom yeah. Osborne does not play for the tie. He is not satisfied with ties. That's and true. And I respect Tom Osborne for that. Dr. Tom, yes. And uh, after the uh, King was done, then uh, Dr. Tom got his three national championships. So there you go. Okay, uh, everybody wants to know about the Hayes Fawcett tweet. He tweeted out something that said, soon, and the Brent Venables gif of the when Brent was in the airplane on his way to Westheimer Field. Any ideas? I mean, I have ideas, but, you know, it's Hayes. Hayes be tweeting stuff. Wait a minute. Just There's a goes. look on your face. What do you mean you know some stuff? Yes, I know some things, Steely. I know a multiplicity of things, any of which Hayes could be referring to in that tweet. Ladies and gentlemen, get out your climbing equipment. We are scaling that paywall but, right but, now. But, we are climbing the wall. Listen, you don't have to scale the paywall. I'll just I'll tell you. Okay. There are multiple players that Hayes could be referencing with a tweet like that. Okay. Grant Bricks? I do not believe it would be Grant Bricks. Boganowski? Ladies and gentlemen, we just climbed the paywall. Look, it could be in reference to Boganowski, I think. All right. Are you angry? Is like Brandon going to give you a call and say, dude, what are you doing? I I understand the position you're in, but Boganowski could be. I I mean, look, I've said it for a week now. I think that one gets done in October. And if Mm -hmm. it gets done in October, I think that goes in the Sooners' favor. Okay. There you go. I think there are a number of 2025 guys that could pop soon, too. Yeah, that's right. There is a 2025 guy in the way, right? Um, it just feels – what was the last commitment for OU? The Old last commitment would have been, what, Okoye? Yeah, yeah, uh, I guess yeah, so. Danny Okoye. I don't know. It felt like – what was it, July, when all those commitments were rolling in? Was it July? Yeah, it went June and July. June yeah. and July, where there were a bunch of them. So, it's um, – we're headed down the stretch now, no doubt. 405-651-3439. He still has a wry grin on his face over there. I'm not sure if he's looking at Twitter or what. but No, I'm not looking at Twitter. I can tell I when you're – I've been around long well, enough it, to know when you're hiding something. And again, like, what I'm trying to get across here is Hayes – I couldn't pin down which specific player Hayes is referring to because mm-hmm. – I believe Oklahoma will get multiple commitments in the month of October. There you go. What, uh, 23, is that where they're at now? Is it still 23, I believe? It's 20, 
24. 24. Bussy would have been 25 if he jumped in the Oh, line. yeah, that's right. Okoye was 24. All right, 405-651-3439. Let's get back to the Meyer Chevrolet text line. Okay. Uh, Local Ohio says nothing about a certain flip. Well, that could be in reference to Williams Winery. That could be in reference to Bryant Wesco, I guess, Local Ohio. I don't know exactly which direction you're going with that question. But, I, look, it could very well be in reference to a flip. Again, I I can't tell you exactly what Hayes is tweeting about because there are multiple recruiting battles right now that are trending very nicely in Oklahoma's favor. There is one from the 405 that says, It's Winery, and a thumbs up. <laughs> Wait, does that mean we're married to Texas A&M? The only thing the is the only thing is this though, Missouri's undefeated. Yeah. And they got LSU this weekend. What if Missouri beats LSU, Steely? Oh, jeez. Well, LSU's defense is porous so far, not very good at all, so I don't know. It would be if there was going to be a flip right now, would it be it would be Wesco, right? Maybe. In the immediate future, I I I guess I'll put it to you this way. If you were to see a flip in the month of October or November, it would more likely be Wesco. If you were to see a flip in December, January, or even February, it would more likely be williams Winery. Okay, there you go. All right, 405-651-3439. We will get back to more of your uh, texts in the next hour. The Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. You know, there are a few people mad at me because I said I'm leaning towards picking Texas right now. There was one dude that said, I don't care what you're picking. But uh, there's not as much anger as I thought. Because I think some people are afraid they can't pick against OU every now and then. But I'm just saying, Parker jumped right out. I mean, Sunday night, it was boom, I'm all over Oklahoma. He feels very confident. I feel semi-confident. I'm trying to get to confident. I just... I want to see Quinn Ewers implode early in the game. That's what I'd like to see. We'll see. Want to see PJ yank him down by his mullet? That oh, wait, nice. he doesn't have it anymore. I know. Dang it. I know. There you go. All right. Thank you, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. We have another hour to go here on the ref. Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Right here on the home of Sooner fans. The ref sports radio network. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the KREF app. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Howdy, folks. It's OU Texas Week, and the Ref is headed to Big D. Well, that's Dallas. Join us this Friday as we team up with the OU Alumni Association and broadcast live from the Omni in downtown Dallas. Toby and TJ will kick things off at 6 a.m. There's simply nothing else like it in all of American sports. Crimson to the right, burnt orange to the left, emerald green grass below, and a baby blue October sky above. And Teddy and Tyler will close out the day from 2 to 6 on the Rush. This is amazing. What an atmosphere 
here. What a setting. This is going to be fun, boys. It's The Ref live this Friday from the Omni in downtown Dallas for OU Texas. Beat Texas Week on The Ref is brought to you by Boyd Street Ventures. Visit BoydStreetVentures.com to see how Boyd Street Ventures is bringing OU innovation to the world. Boyd Street Ventures, under the radar, above the crowd. Hi, Norman. It's DJ Newsom with Valiance Bank, your community-driven, friendly neighborhood bank. Whether you're a budding entrepreneur, lead a nonprofit organization, or just someone seeking a better banking experience, we've got you covered. From business to personal banking, we tailor our services to suit everyone's needs. We believe in making banking easy and enjoyable. Visit our Norman location or call us today at 405-286-5750. Valiance Bank, banking tailored to your needs. Member FDIC. This is Mark Van Hoos, owner of Van Hoos Fence. Van Hoos Fence has years of experience and proven superior performance, kind of like a certain head ball coach. We know Van Hoos Fence offers the best value and service for your residential, commercial, or sports fencing needs. Whether it's a new install or repair work, let Mark and his team at Van Hoos Fence be your trusted resource. Call us today at 405-735-1167. Save yourself from Googling it up. Go to vhfence.com. They will work with you in a great way. Teachers shape the future. Right now, in a classroom somewhere in the United States, there's a teacher inspiring a future scientist who'll make preventing pandemics their life's work. Sharpening the mind of an aspiring environmentalist who'll help combat climate change. And generating possibilities for a student who'll be the first in their family to graduate college. Explore a career that leaves a legacy you can be proud of. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. All right, welcome back. Hour number two here on The Ref. Tuesday edition and uh, hour number two is always here on The Ref presented by Oklahoma Generator. Go to okgen.com or call 405-321-6631. They're family owned and they pride themselves on incredible customer service. They're Oklahoma's highest rated and longest running Generac dealer. They're currently offering new customer discounts and a free 10-year warranty with new installations Online, okgen.com, or you can call them at 405-321-6631. That's 321-6631 in the 405. All right, uh, so I'm just told by – wait a minute. The EAS test is tomorrow? Okay. I thought we were going to have a big test. Drake was telling me that I guess the government is fearful that the aliens will be landing soon, so we're going to have an emergency alert system test today, but it is tomorrow. So there you go. I don't think I've ever— They're trying to divert our attention away from Jatavian Sanders' status for Saturday's game. Could be. That's what it is. What is is his status? Uh, Sarkeesian called him day-to-day in his press conference Mm -hmm. yesterday. 
In other words, we're not going to know until. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I would think that he's going to play. The question is, at what percentage are we going to see him? He's man, he's a weapon. He's a good football player, former five star, former high school teammate of Billy Bowman as well at Denton Ryan. Man, they were committed to Texas together. But then Jada Coleman. Jada Coleman. Got yes, there you go. All right, uh, four oh five. 651-3439 on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Here's here's an interesting question on that topic, Steely. Okay. What Sooners from this roster right now as things stand you think are in legitimate standing to be able to leave early for the NFL draft after this season? There is, there is one name that's very obviously at the top of the list, and that's Danny Stutzman. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, anybody you're worried about? No, not not off the top of my head. What are you thinking? I well, and the reason it came to mind was because we mentioned Billy Bowman. I was having that conversation last night. Yeah, I guess Billy I Bowman hey, could be one. Yeah, you may need uh, you may need Jada Coleman to do some more peer recruiting to keep Billy Bowman around for a fourth year at Oklahoma. But I I figure he would stay. I figure he would want to increase his draft stock with another season at Oklahoma. The wild card for me is Tyler Guyton because he's getting a lot of love from pro scouts right now. A lot of love. The director of the Senior Bowl, Jim Nagy, sends out what is almost a weekly Tyler Guyton tweet. They love his skill set. Yeah, it's going to be interesting next year to see uh, Jackson Arnold, two years of Jackson Arnold. You mean two years of Jackson Arnold as a starter? Yes, right? yes, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, that's my expectation. Golly, that's going to be quick. Two years of JFA. All right, four zero five six five one thirty four thirty nine. That's four zero five six five one thirty four thirty nine on the Kadipelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Your thoughts on OU Texas? Uh, 405-651-3439. Yeah, somebody else was saying Billy Bowman as well. And that's that's clear. That would be the other guy, right? I think that would be uh, – that would, he would be number two on the list. <laughs> Sooner Smitty says, this will be a close game, but OU will win when Shirley Temple, Burt Auburn, misses a chip shot field goal. <laughs> Burt Auburn. What a name. What a name. Texas has had some kickers, though. Kicker the kicker. Justin Tucker's done pretty well in the NFL, right, over the years. Best kicker in the history of the NFL now. Yeah, I mean, there's very little doubt about that. Justin Tucker is objectively one of the more successful Longhorns that's ever done it at the professional level and is probably a Hall of Famer. Uh, A listener on the text line who wanted to keep his identity anonymous says, leave my name out of it. But I heard that Hayes Fawcett was tweeting about Zechariah Leviticus. <laughs> He's traveling by horse and buggy and will arrive five minutes before kickoff. That's why Hayes sent the tweet out a few days earlier. There you go. Zechariah Leviticus resurfaces. Been a long time. Long time for Zechariah. Cherokee Sooner says, Sark wants to know why you're not on 94.7 anymore. <laughs> good roast. Uh, that's pretty good. Oh, Big Rich in OKC says Cameron Dicker now works at the Brazilian Beef House. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. 
I ate, I ate good <laughs> last night, Steely. I ate real good last night. Five-star meal? Oh, man. And the sleep you get after eating at a place like Texas Day Brazil mm-hmm. is godly. What was the bill, if you don't mind me asking? I'm going to guess. I'd rather not say. $127. Hot more. Hmm. Must have been some beverages thrown in the mix there. There were beverages, but not of the alcoholic variety. Okay. Wow. Got a pitcher of strawberry passion fruit limeade. It was delicious. That sounds like a pansy drink. What are you it's drinking? Not, it's Come not a on. pansy drink. You think you're going to the Cotton Bowl this weekend on a strawberry passion fruit limeade or lemonade or whatever? Come on. Listen, I enjoy fruity beverages. Okay, that's fine. That's that's me. You're going to have the man out there in Dallas this weekend and have you a cold uh, Sooner Schooner Coupe of Works. Listen, again, beverage. as with the lavender tie conversation from about a year <laughs> and a half ago, I think peak masculinity is being able to embrace things that would not conventionally be regarded as masculine and be okay with enjoying them. So you're comfortable in your own skin. I is am comfortable in my own skin. All right. I, I, I'll go with that. Andrew Anthony, maybe, says Okie Tom. As a leave early possibility. No, not at this point. Yeah. Just, I, like, he has a, had a really impressive season, but he doesn't have a resume yet. He only caught one pass last year at Michigan, as we've mentioned several times on this program. So, when you look at what he's accomplished at the collegiate level, it's really just the first four games of this season where he has really gotten the opportunity to excel. So... Right now, no, I don't worry about Andrew Anthony leaving early. Man, I would tell him nobody's leaving. That's what I would do, like Gabby in uh, Blazing, Saddle, right? Blazing Saddles. Ain't no way that nobody going to leave this town, is what I would say. I was born here, and I was raised here, and that going on want to die here. So, no, nobody declare. You need another year in the culture. One more year. Oh, boy. I've been accused of being a sunshine pumper. Uh-oh. This listener says, don't act surprised that Parker likes OU. Him and Tyler would pick OU if they were playing the 49ers. Really? Wow. So they're coming after you. The one dude came after me already and told me that I don't matter. My pick doesn't matter. And that's really? fine. It really doesn't, if you think about it. But I mean, I, I said it yesterday. I'll say it again. I think Texas has the advantage in this football game. I think they have more paths to victory than Oklahoma does. I think pound for pound, they're a better football team. But, the or I, I should say the more talented football team. But how many times in the history of this Red River rivalry series has the more talented football team ended up losing at the Cotton Bowl? Oklahoma, a really good Oklahoma team lost to Charlie Strong back in the day. Right? That happened. Yeah. I mean... It's going to be – It's you never – look, a lot of times, throw out the records, none of it matters. Um, and to an extent, this game it is about that sometimes. Um, but from the 817, I pray this game doesn't come down to punting and kicking. Yeah, if it comes down to punting and kicking, <sighs> A, that's going to be a really ugly football game, mm-hmm. and B, that's probably a football game that Oklahoma's going to lose. What kicking happened, game is not strong right now. Now, they're great, like, on blocking kicks and, uh, you know, coverage and all that stuff. But, yes, actual punting and kicking, very shaky. 
Now, I saw a picture today where Gabe Burkich had a picture with a burrito. That's right. He and burritos have supposedly made amends. Is he trying? So maybe that's enough to break the hex. Is he trying to change the dynamic with the OU kicking game by embracing the burrito again? Maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, the kicking game in games like this, field position and kicking, always huge, obviously. Oh, boy, Ethan Downs hater is texting about Ethan Downs again. You both also thought Ethan Downs was going to be a world beater. I said Ethan Downs was going to be all Big 12 last year. Mm-hmm. He was second team all Big 12, so sue me. I don't think I ever said anything near world beater. Yeah, fi- find me a world beater on Oklahoma's roster right now. Why don't we just nix that, dude? I mean, seriously. <laughs> I mean, you know, normally I'm fine, but the negativity, it's just like people who always tweet about politics that I mute on the phone so I don't have to see it. I don't need that junk going in my computer upstairs, you know, up in my skull. So there might just be a couple people that we need to nix and just say goodbye. Anyone in favor on the text line? Are you in favor of saying goodbye to Ethan Downs? All in favor, say aye. Just let us know. Because sometimes you just, negative people are the worst. And if they're always negative, I just don't want to see it. I don't want to be around him. I don't want to see it. I don't want to be around him. He's from freaking Arkansas, too. (laughs) I mean, this dude, I just say it's time to cut the cord. What do you guys think? Say yes or no on the text line. And we will cut the cord on Ethan Downs hater by 2 o'clock if you vote yes. Oh, Somebody said Turk lives in Frisco. Can we sneak him into Flaster's uniform? Probably wouldn't work because Turk is ridiculously mm-hmm. jacked for a punter. Dump the tool. Goodbye. See you. Yes. Bye. Yes. 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 Amen. Yes. 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 <laughs> wow. That was a very successful I said campaign. a long time ago, we're trying to get rid of the hillbillies. And we've read the text line of about 90% of the hillbillies. So I'm just saying. <laughs> the I haven't seen a, oh, a single Steely one in favor. Oh, snaps today. I'm not snapping. I'm just tired of the dude. No, I, mean, I hear you. You know, it's sometimes you just, in life, is too short to worry about people like that. I don't want to cry when someone comes after me. I just don't like hillbillies, and you're a freaking hillbilly. All right? All right. Here we go. How do I How do I block? I've never done this before. I don't know. Shoot. Block texter. Where is the handy tool tip? Ask Plank. He's done it before. That is times. true. Okay. Yeah, Stevie Nicks, that guy. <laughs> so what he said. See, he's coming back. State. He's coming back with every redneck comeback. Kyle, your mama said hello. I mean, that's I'm low, in your head. That's a low hanging fruit hillbilly comeback right there from Ethan Downs. Hater. <laughs> yeah, I bet you're a real brainiac, Ethan Downs hater. I'm sure. Super big brainiac. Get rid of the oh, loser. Man. All right. I gotta. Of course, when I walk I out of the parking lot, I've got to be. I'm just tired. You know, there are a few people that you're just like, why do we even take a text from this dude? Right? Seriously. And that's one of them. Probably number one. Okay. All right. Um, so, anyway, let's take a timeout right here. Uh, the vote was 99.8% to 0.002. I think it was unanimous. Uh, we didn't yeah. get a single defense. Yeah. So there we go. 
Ladies and gentlemen, goodbye. And we'll be right back here on The Ref. The word is spreading, and The Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's The Ref Radio Sports Network, and worldwide on the KREF app. Ever wonder why someone would go to the ends of the earth and leap into the unknown? Maybe a better question is, what are you waiting for? Pacifico is brewed for those who follow their own path. That's living life anchors up. Wagner's Heating and Air Conditioning, expert technicians, plus industry-leading Linux equipment. They're perfect together. Learn more about special savings on Linux products by calling Wagner's Heating and Air, 405-329-2076, or wagnershvac.com. This is Mark Van Hoos, owner of Van Hoos Fence. Van Hoos Fence has years of experience and proven superior performance, kind of like a certain headball coach. We know Van Hoos Fence offers the best value and service for your residential, commercial, or sports fencing needs, whether it's a new install, or repair work. Let Mark and his team at Van Hoos Fence be your trusted resource. Call us today at 405-735-1167. Save yourself from Googling it up. Go to vhfence.com. They will work with you in a great way. Entrepreneurs in Moore, Norman, and South Oklahoma City have an experienced business partner in their neighborhood. Moore Norman Technology Center's workforce and economic development team understands the challenges entrepreneurs and small businesses face every day. From building an effective business model to hiring the right employees and managing cash flow, Moore Norman's business development experts can help you move forward confidently and thrive knowing that you have a skilled partner at your side. Learn more about Moore Norman's Technology Center by calling 405-801-5000 or visit us online at mntc.edu. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. If you love them enough to listen to them practice the same song on tuba. Please be done. Over and over and over and over and over. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're correctly buckled in the back seat. Sounds good, honey. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split second, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. Save lives. Somewhere, there's a river rushing through the woods while someone rushes through their day. There's a mountain looking up at the sky while someone looks down at their phone. A trail waiting to be walked while someone waits for a latte. This world is full of somewheres waiting for someone just like you. So go see yours at 154 National Forests and 20 Grasslands. And to learn more, visit nationalforest.org. The National Forest Foundation. See your somewhere. 
Attention basketball fans. Get ready for an electrifying season with the defending Big 12 champion Oklahoma women's basketball team. Tickets are on sale now and start at just $99. Don't miss out on the action. Secure your seats now and cheer for victory. Visit Soonersports.com or call 800-456-4668 to secure your tickets and be part of the winning spirit. Boomer Sooner. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you're headed down to the Cotton Bowl, you know, maybe you're up there in the real cheap seats, but there's there's really not a bad seat if you're at the Cotton Bowl, right? One isn't. of the few venues where that can still be said. That's right. So, if you you know, you need the binoculars or you use the old man glasses all the time, you're thinking about improving your eyesight, the new LASIK is a great answer for you. Let me introduce you to it. Or is it simply called lens replacement? Lens replacement provides a permanent solution to your vision needs, unlike LASIK, which often leaves patients needing reading glasses or adjusting to monovision. You don't want monovision. You don't want to keep using the reading glasses. Lens replacement can eliminate the need for glasses after your surgery. The best part of the whole deal with lens replacement, you'll never require a cataract surgery. Lens replacement with the new LASIK, it is a major leap forward in vision correction. So if you're ready to see 2020, then check out the new LASIK available at thenewlasik.com. So there you go. You know what? I really don't like blocking people. I really don't, you know. And But sometimes there's just – you don't – I'm at the age, you don't need negativity in your life. And it, you just don't need it. And at some point, sometimes you got to say, is this worth it? And I think the text line agrees. The text line did agree. Although Oklahoma Johnny did say – we're losing opportunities for Steely to go off with the blocking, <laughs> which is hilarious. You know what? I just every time I see that name, it just makes me cringe. So, Ronnie Crimson also said Ethan Downs hater is definitely below five seven. Pipsqueak confirmed. I did successfully figure out how to block a texter though. I am first not, time I, in history. Normally, I'm not like that, but there's a point in your life where you, that something happens, or there are like negative people in your life, right? And you finally decide, you know what? This just isn't worth it. It's just not worth it. And finally, it was just like, oh, you know, bring Uncle in for the block. <laughs> Tulsa Boomer says, I disagree. There are bad seats in the Cotton Bowl. I had seats right on the 50-yard line last year, and it was awful. Well, yeah, in terms of you may have to deal with some grief from some some fans here and there, maybe. Yeah, I get it. Parker, you've been uh, – by the way, um, we'll talk about this in a minute. I want to play the Sark clip first. Uh, we had Brent's presser live, but uh, Steve Sarkeesian breaking down the Sooners. Here's what he had to say about Oklahoma. Great deal of respect for, for uh, OU. Coach Venables has done a tremendous job going into year two. Um, you know, the quarterback, Gabriel's playing at a very high level. They've got an explosive unit. Uh, he distributes the ball beautifully, um, whether it's RPOs, advantage throws, shot plays, uh, things of that nature. So, uh, And then defensively, you know, they have an influx of transfers. I think they have nine transfers on the defensive side of the ball, a lot of which are on the front. Um, so I think they've, they've naturally upgraded there. And, and Coach Venables, you know, he's been doing it a long time. He's one of the best in the business. 
business uh, at game plan and getting his defenses ready to play. So we know uh, it's going to be a great challenge. <clears throat> We're looking forward to it, looking forward to seeing our fans in, in Dallas. Uh, for, in my opinion, the best setting in college football. This is going to be an awesome environment, and we're very fortunate and humbled to, uh, to be part of the game. Think about where Steve Sarkeesian was, you know, after that bumbling, you know, final, you know, that drunken <laughs> moment at the press conference where, you know, people were having to tell the administration at USC, man, this dude is coming drunk to practice. I can smell it on his breath or he's not showing up. Think about that. Addiction's a very real thing. Clearly he had a major alcohol problem, but man, to come back and rebound from that, he was in Washington, of course, before he was at SC, goes through Nick Saban's rehab clinic and uh, becomes the head coach at the University of Texas. And I, you know, it hasn't been great so far, but it looks like he's building a better culture there than what's been there in the past. Again, can Texas mess that up? Yes. They've done it time and time again because of uh, the boosters there and just how many people want to be a part of Texas football and want to tell, you know, the coaches what to do and all that stuff. Uh, but so far, this this team looks pretty good. You heard the Joel Klatt clip coming back from Brent's press conference. I what did. did. What did you think of what? All right, you want to play that again? Yeah, let's play it again just so everybody that didn't hear it the first time can hear what he had to say. Yeah, he thinks Texas, he's, he's high on the horns. All offseason, we had this, this goal on this show to not talk about Texas until they were real. Well, guess what? Texas is real. I said, I'm not going to talk about Texas until they've done something. Well, now they've done something, and then they've done something again. This Texas team is so different than what they've been over the last couple of years. And Texas, it's like, well, we're going to see. we got to wait and see. And all of that narrative is because of what happened in the past. It's based on previous seasons. It really is. It's not based on the games of what we've seen this year because this Texas team is really good. If they win Red River, they've got the cleanest path to the playoff of anybody in the country. Texas is for real. That's a weird soundbite to me. All right, Because it feels like Klatt's talking out both sides of his mouth. He's saying, look, we had a goal on this show not to talk about Texas until they're for real. But then he's sitting there making fun of the narrative that uh, you can't, trust what texas has done so far this season because of everything that's gone down in the past which seems directly contradictory to his stance on the matter which is that they weren't going to talk about texas until texas was real are you waiting and seeing or are you going to crown there you know what in the words of dennis green after go ahead and crown there yeah okay does five games change your opinion on Texas football or not because it feels like you're sending mixed messages here I took it and maybe I'm wrong I'm I'm kind of stupid but uh that he was saying you know okay now we're basing everything on the past but I know what you're saying that he said you know what all right but wait and see on Texas I guess he's seen all he needs to see white okay but basing things on the past is what we do in this industry it's all we can do why is Texas a touchdown favorite in this game on Saturday? I think it's mainly it's because, because of, of the past. Right. It's because of what happened six in 2022. 49 to nothing. And that's that's it. That's it. And that's why Oklahoma is entering this game number 12 in the country and not like number six in the country. Yeah, there's, no, right? there's nothing wrong with basing our opinions and forming our opinions around what has gone on in the past. That's all you can do. Well, that's not all you can do, 
But that's the smartest way to go about it. You learn from experience. And the experience with Texas has been, regardless of how hot they've started the season, they've always gotten in their own way at some point. And so, yeah, they're 5-0. and And it's okay to think Texas has the upper hand going into this game on Saturday. There's nothing wrong with that. I would agree. I said that. I think Texas has the upper hand and more paths to victory on Saturday than Oklahoma. But <laughs> I would not agree with the assertion that Texas is real based on the first five games of the season. Are they more real than they have been in years past? Certainly. But am I willing to put them in the same conversation as Georgia and Ohio State and Michigan and even Penn State, the teams that form the upper echelon of college football right now? I don't think so. Not from where I sit. That victory over Alabama is impressive, but it also needs to be noted and understood that this is not the same Alabama team that was dominating college football circa 2012-2013. Yeah, but it's still impressive, though. I get what you're saying. It's uh, You didn't see Will Anderson out there, and you didn't see uh, Bryce Young out there, you, you know, but uh, still to go to Tuscaloosa and win, uh, not bad. Not bad. So it's going to be very interesting. All right, the point is that Joe Clad thinks they are for real. Yeah. I think he's saying this time, I think they're this team's breaking the mold. We'll see. All right, 405-651-3439. we got a break right here. Let's hear what Dylan Gabriel had to say. Dylan Gabriel last year was there, obviously didn't play for Oklahoma, watched a lot of the game from the coach's booth. Uh, but this is a defining game for Dylan Gabriel's career at the University of Oklahoma, and he knows that. We'll hear what he had to say. Uh, with the media yesterday when we get back right here on The Ref. The home of Sooner fans. Home for Sooner recruiting coverage. Home of your Sooner game day voices. Home of the best pre- and post-game coverage. Join the movement. Download the free KRF app now to listen anywhere, anytime. We are where diehard Sooner fans listen. The new In Motion Clinic in Norman will work with each patient to take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Functional sports medicine physician Amanda Sadler, MD, is committed to spending time with each patient to help them achieve top-level energy, strength, endurance, and performance. She specializes in the treatment of gut health issues, hormonal health, immune system support, joint pain, fatigue, and thyroid dysfunction. To learn more about functional sports medicine or to schedule an appointment, call 405-515-4040. At In Motion, what moves you moves us. The Ref Radio Sports Network has the Sooner State covered. Yo, that's crazy. From Norman to Lawton, Clinton, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, and beyond. Oh, that's a lot of potatoes. And when you're away, never miss a second with a KREF app. And it's for anywhere and anytime at all. Search KREF in the App Store on your favorite device. All the Sooner coverage you want, when you need it, with the KREF app. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Oklahoma football is the best, and Balfour of Norman on Historic Campus Corner has been Sooner fans' favorite OU shop 
for more than 45 years. Locally owned, Jerry and Libby invite you to stop by and see what is new. Choose from great polos from Jordan, Nike, Columbia, Antigua, and women's tees and fashion tops that'll get you game ready. You will also find something for the younger Sooner fans with sizes from newborn through youth. There's a large collection of OU hats, including the new Huey hats. With their selection of socks, Balfour literally has you covered from head to toe. But they are more than just a t-shirt shop with everything you need for tailgating or watch parties, serving pieces, barware, and even framed art of Sooner greats and other decorative pieces. If it says OU, Balfour has got it. You can count on Balfour of Norman for the best selection, quality, and service. Or shop online at crimsonproud.com where you will find everything Sooner. Get geared up at Balfour of Norman, 792 Asp Avenue on historic Campus Corner. Timeout. Remember, we're a team that plays together. Listen, the winning will take care of itself. We just have to get everyone involved. In interscholastic sports, we celebrate what makes every one of us unique. And in the pursuit of a common goal, everyone in the huddle, in the bleachers, and in the community comes together. This message presented by the OSSAA and the Oklahoma Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Did the recent storms damage your home and roof? Call All-American Roofing today. All-American Roofing has been repairing and replacing roofs for over 40 years and is a second-generation locally-owned roofing company. They are also a Google-guaranteed contractor and offer free inspections. Our roofers are GAF Master Elite contractors with a BBB A-plus rating. Call All-American Roofing today at 405-787-0400. All-American Roofing, the best roofing company in Oklahoma. 405-787-0400. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Did you know that about 23% of Oklahoma's river and stream miles are impaired by bacteria? Pet waste can pollute surface and drinking waters, like Lake Thunderbird, by contributing harmful levels of bacteria. Be sure to pick up after your furry friend when you're out and about. We drink our storm water, so please do your part to help protect it. For more information, visit bit.ly forward slash Norman Stormwater. Mike Steely, Parker Thune, back with you. Buffalo Wild Wings Studios. Going to be a great, great week. OU Texas Week presented by Boyd Street Ventures under the radar above the crowd. All right, coming up on Friday, T. Rowe and TJ will be at the Omni in downtown Dallas. Plank will be at Therapy to Go, 9 to noon. In Ardmore at 1600 West Broadway, I will be out of my home away from home on Friday. The one, the only Riverwind Casino. Parker will be at the Omni for uh, our program on Dang Friday. right, baby. That's right. You're going to be there from uh, noon to 3 at the Omni. I'll be at Riverwind Casino. Tyler McComas will be joining you. Then uh, Teddy and Tyler, 3 to 6 at the Omni on Lamar Street, downtown Dallas. Pre-game on a Saturday. Hero, Teddy, and Plank from 7 to 8 a.m. And then we've got Tyler from uh, 8 to 10 a.m. I'll be in studio here at the Ref. He'll be at the Omni. And then after the game, uh, I'm going to start the post game with Josh Helmer 
until uh, Tyler and Travis get to their spot at the Omni uh, for at least two hours of postgame afterwards. And again, all of this brought to you by Boyd Street Ventures this week under the radar above the crowd. OU Texas Week, nothing quite like it. 405-651-3439 on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Um, who were or what worries you most about Texas this week? What is going to be the main issue the Sooners are going to have to deal with? Well, I think Brent Venables said it in his press conference. I think it's something that we'd already been talking about, and I think it's 100% true and confirmed by the head ball coach himself. It's the line of scrimmage. And Texas is very good in the trenches on both sides of the ball. And they've got a different caliber of athlete in the trenches than they've had in years past on both sides of the ball. So I I guess what worries me is Oklahoma losing the battle in the trenches. Because I do think the Sooners have the skill position talent to match Texas blow for blow. I think they've got a defense that is capable, especially in the back end, of keeping up with Texas's playmakers where I start to get worried is if Oklahoma is getting pushed around at the point of attack. Yeah. If Texas is able to run the football effectively. And um, again, Texas, you look at Jonathan Brooks averaging seven yards a carry. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good as a team. Texas uh, averaging five yards a, a carry rushing Oklahoma right at four. So there you go. Uh, let's hear from Dylan Gabriel because, man, you talk about a, uh, a big game for Dylan Gabriel. No doubt he's playing better. He's playing really, really good football for Oklahoma right now. But people want to see him win a big game for the Sooners. And he hasn't won one yet, right? I mean, you look- I, I would argue he hasn't even played in one yet. Yeah, you look at last year and, you know, played very Florida State. They were close, didn't get it done. Uh, Nebraska, could you say it was a big game? Eh. Okay, I guess. Bedlam, maybe. You phrase it like this. Dylan Gabriel has played in some big games, both at Oklahoma and at UCF. He has never played in a huge game. And this is a huge game. This is one of the more important games, not just on OU's schedule, not just on Texas's schedule, but in college football. There will be so many eyes turned towards what happens on that field on Saturday. Not just OU Texas fans, man. This is one of those games that if you're a college football fan, if you love the tradition and the pageantry of college football, you're watching this game at 11 a.m. on the, on Saturday every October. So Bedlam last year, Gabriel won that one. Won in Lincoln. Were those huge games? No. You know, Lincoln was kind of a difficult environment, but remember Mickey Joseph was just coming in. They'd fired Scott Frost. Uh, Nebraska got off to a, a decent early start, took the lead against Oklahoma, and then it was Oklahoma the rest of the way. They won that game uh, 49-14. Oklahoma State was 7-3 and coming to Norman last year, but the Cowboys cratered down the stretch. So, um, anyway. Uh, yes, Texas has run the ball, especially the last game, but that was Kansas. Yeah, they ran for over 300 against Kansas, didn't they? Yeah. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. But let's hear from Dylan Gabriel. Uh, yesterday, meeting the media, and last year he was there, did not play. Uh, but this year it's going to be different, and I think he knows the magnitude of this matchup. Dylan? 
Dylan? I think naturally they'll they'll try to you know make this one a big one and rightfully so you know two great teams going at it but um, for me I'm I'm just continuing to take it day by day and prepare my butt off uh, and make sure I'm ready to go uh, come Saturday at 11 a.m. so um, just taking it one day at a time that's the main thing continue to stay focused and, and prepare so that's something you you live for you dream for so uh, excited for that atmosphere and. Um, this is what college football is all about. There you go. Uh, gut feeling. How do you think he's going to play Saturday? <laughs> gut feeling. I mm-hmm. think he plays well. Yeah, I think he has a memorable game Saturday. Uh, I I don't really have anything to go off except just a gut feeling because once again we have never seen Dylan Gabriel on a stage like this. Yeah. There is no telling how he's going to respond, and for a guy that has five years of starting experience I know he missed the majority of that 2021 season with a separated shoulder so we'll call it four plus years with a guy that has four plus years of starting experience it's not often that we would sit here and say man I don't know how he's going to react to an environment like this but we legitimately don't know because he's never been on this type of stage yeah and uh from the 580 Gabriel played well against a good Florida State team in the ball game yeah you're right he did he played very well in fact you know remember that was kind of Gavin Sawchuk's coming out party too really like wow uh, both guys, Barnes and Sawchuk, went for over 100 yards. But, again, they lost the game 35-32. So we were looking for what big game has Dylan Gabriel won. And the two that you would look at would probably be Bedlam and then in Lincoln. Right? Yeah. Now, I look, as a reporter, as a member of the media, in most cases you find yourself rooting for people. And from that standpoint, I'm rooting for Dylan Gabriel to have a good game on Saturday because he's an easy guy to root for. And he has taken a lot of criticism, a lot of unwarranted criticism. And there have been narratives formed that are not entirely just surrounding his play over the first year and a half that we've seen of him in an Oklahoma uniform. And he has the chance to kill a lot of those narratives on Saturday. From the 918, comparing the cheese at Bowl to the Red River shootout is laughable. Well, I, I wasn't going to say it, but I kind of agree with it. Well, that. but I will say this. Florida State, I, I think talking more about the opponent, the quality of the opponent. You know, no, it, I get it. it. It's not the same environment. Uh, but, again, I think that Texter was referring to that Florida State was, you know, on the way to being pretty darn good, and they've shown this year they're pretty good. So, uh, let's see. Somebody's asking about the pole assassin. <laughs> who is, uh, who is the monkey? G of the monkey. G of the monkey. There yes. you go. From the 918. Hopefully this year Sark doesn't go irate on a cotton bowl staffer. That was the holiday bowl, wasn't it? That he went nuts at? No, it was the Alamo bowl. And the, uh, was it the Alamo bowl? It was bowl? the Alamo bowl. Okay. It was the Alamo bowl. All right. Yep. Get your hands up there. Yeah, he went ballistic. Uh, from another 918 listener, how do we see the battle in the trenches playing out? Getting after Ewers is going to be critical, and Brent is the guy we want to mix things up. Also, Steely, I definitely enjoyed the year you spent in Tulsa. It was great radio. Well, thank you. I, You know, if the Sooners can shut down the run and keep that run game, you know, um, under wraps, and you're not going to stop every run, but – you know, if they can hold uh, Texas and and make Ewers have to throw the football, and I know he's got a lot of great weapons, but that's my question. 
because Texas could make Oklahoma one-dimensional, right? Sooners running game has been average. Now they'll do some very creative things. I, I think they'll try and do some creative stuff. You know, jet sweeps, you know, passes out, wanting receivers to make, you know, yards after contact, make people miss, that kind of stuff. But if the Sooners, again, can really limit that Texas running game and get after Quinn Ewers, I'm not totally convinced that Quinn Ewers is just this unbelievable quarterback this year. He's had a good year, no doubt. He's had a really good year. But I want to see him under some pressure. Because if he has time to throw the D ball, he's throwing it really well. Aaron in Austin says, I know we talk a lot about DG being a competent runner, but we need to be equally wary of, of viewers. Sneaky good. Let's not let our success against Mobile Emory Jones lull us into a false sense of security on that front. He's got Ewers has five rushing touchdowns in a year, and I believe Dylan has four. Ewers, I mean, he is one of those guys that you wouldn't quantify him as a dual threat in any sense of the word, but he does have the ability to make a few things happen with his legs, and that ought to be acknowledged. I one thing is that I'm sure I'm not the first to have noticed this. I'm sure I'm not the first to have uh, put this together. But what gives me some confidence heading into this game Saturday is the way that the Oklahoma defensive backs have played over these first few weeks of the season against the screen. Mm-hmm. Because How about Gentry Williams, ooh, by the way? Texas <laughs> loves to run those bubble yeah. screens, those missile screens to the outside. They love to get the screen game going offensively. The very first touchdown of the 2021 game, remember the first play from scrimmage? They just got the ball out to Xavier oh, Worthy yeah. quickly on the screen pass, and the Sooners couldn't defend it. They couldn't get there fast enough to the perimeter, and Worthy beat everybody to the end zone. But I, what we have seen from Oklahoma this season here in 2023, as far as their ability to defend the screen game, has been outstanding. Yeah, leaps and bounds beyond their capacity to defend those very same plays in recent years. No doubt about it. Now, Texas is going to put a different level of athlete out there. There's no doubt. Sure. But still, so far, what we've seen is really, really good. A lot, a lot of the open field tackling. Gentry Williams has been just spectacular so far. And you know who I think is going to make a play? Because he always makes a play in this game Saturday. Number 22. Peyton by God Bowen. I think he makes a big play somehow. Does pretty much every game, doesn't he? It seems like. We'll see. All right, 405-651-3439. Let's get some more text in. Winding it down here on uh, Steel Man and Thune here for a Tuesday. OU Texas Week rolls on here on The Ref. Beat Texas Week on the Ref is brought to you by Boyd Street Ventures. Visit BoydStreetVentures.com to see how Boyd Street Ventures is bringing OU innovation to the world. Boyd Street Ventures, under the radar, above the crowd. This fall, Riverwind is the best place to play. And the best music and food truck festival around, Beats and Bites. Come sing along to the Jim Blossoms with Tonic. And enjoy your favorite food trucks on October 22nd. Get your tickets online or at the box office for only $10. Riverwind, the Metro's best casino experience. 
Hey, Sooner basketball fans, it's time for one last go-round in the Big 12 at the Lloyd Noble Center. Your men's basketball season tickets are on sale now and start at just $149. Secure your seats now and don't miss out on any of this year's Sooner Hoops games. Visit Soonersports.com or call 800-456-GO-OU. That's 800-456-4668 to purchase your tickets today. We'll see you at the LNC this season. Boomer Sooner. It's OU Texas Week, and does the ref have you covered? We start your OU Texas Friday off right with a T-Row in the morning show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry, live from the OU Alumni Association's Beat Texas headquarters at the Omni in downtown Dallas. Making the mid-morning trek down to Dallas this Friday? Be sure to visit Chris Plank at Ardmore's Therapy to Go, just off I-35 to stock up for all of your pre-gaming Red River needs and a chance to get some free ref army swag from 9 to noon. Then we go back live to the Omni in Dallas at noon with Parker Thune for the Steelman and Thune at noon and locked in. And finally, Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas of The Rush wrap up our Friday coverage from the Omni. Beat Texas Week on The Ref is brought to you by Boyd Street Ventures. Visit BoydStreetVentures.com to see how Boyd Street Ventures is bringing OU innovation to the world. Boyd Street Ventures, under the radar, above the crowd. The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Would you like to play a more active role in your health? At Hightower Clinical, we believe all Oklahomans should have access to new potential treatment options through clinical trial participation. Our team wants to support you with the best care possible through clinical trials. No health insurance is required. Compensation is available for eligible study participants, and study care is provided at no cost. Having the chance to go through a trial and find out if something works for them and makes their life easier, I would recommend them do it. To learn more, scan this QR code and visit our website. One smile is great. But one smile in a community of smiles is so much better. Smile Train celebrates the cleft lip and palate community by empowering medical professionals in over 70 countries to perform essential cleft care in their local communities. Learn how Smile Train is helping the cleft lip and palate community at smiletrain.org/learn. Smile Train, changing the world one smile at a time. What do you do when the unexpected happens? Who do you turn to? Primrose Funeral Service in Norman will be by your side to help manage the many details surrounding your loved one's final arrangement. A funeral represents an opportunity for family and friends to reflect on the life of their loved one and to honor the memory of their life. Our compassionate staff has been providing the highest quality care for over 80 years. Please contact Primrose Funeral Service at 405-321-6000 or visit us online at primrosefuneralservice.com. As we age, cataract surgery is often an inevitable step. And it's not just about restoring your sight, it's about upgrading your quality of life. So when it's time for cataract surgery, you have one big decision that can affect your vision for the rest of your life. The choice between a standard lens, which often requires you to rely on glasses for reading, or a premium lens. Consider Panoptics, Vivity, or a light-adjustable lens, the leading choices that can provide crystal clear vision and freedom from glasses. If you want to see far and you want to see near, you have to come here to the Advanced Laser and Cataract Center. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno is family-owned and operated, and they take pride in providing a no-pressure, friendly sales process with excellent service. Now you can't beat that. Be sure to check out the lineups for Buick and GMC and get top dollar for your trade. So take a little drive to big savings. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno, or dorsey-jonesbuickgmc.com. 
Have you ever wondered if an electric vehicle is the right choice for you and your family? Good news! The EV experts at Oklahoma Electric Cooperative have done the research for you. Simply visit okcoop.org EV to learn about tax savings, charging an EV, our specially curated rate for EV owners, and more. If you are an OEC member, you could also qualify for an EV charger rebate. Visit okcoop.org EV today. Steely! Yes, sir! We have breaking news. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen, with Parker Thune. The University of Oklahoma has its first commit of the 2026 cycle. Oh, really? Okay. And? In the form of blue chip running back Jonathan Hatton out of the Lone Star State. All right. And uh, four star? I had zero idea this was coming. Hmm. Doesn't even say like I I exchanged text with a couple sources inside of the Switzer Center and they didn't even know this was coming. So all of this came together very quickly. He was just on campus Saturday. But DeMarco Murray is on the board very early in the class of twenty twenty six. That is a sophomore in high school, folks. There you go. Twenty so that's the Hayes Fawcett tweet then, you think? Well, yes. Yeah. Yes. Clearly. All right. So how, what do we know about this kid? Uh, to be honest with you, Steely, I don't know a whole heck of a lot yet. Uh, obviously he's a guy that had multiple P five offers, uh, Nebraska, Texas tech. He, gosh, man, this is just so out of nowhere. This reminds me of, uh, when Keon Brown committed like, Whoa, that happened. Or Elijah Thomas, Elijah Thomas was another guy that popped without a whole lot of notice. Um, let's, uh, let's run down the offer sheet here. Uh, He is regarded by 24-7 Sports as the number five running back in the nation, number 79 overall player in the 2026 class. But uh, the other offers he had to this point were Nebraska, Houston, Texas Tech, Baylor, UTSA, and Toledo. That doesn't sound like a great offer list. Well, again, like, it's 2026, though. Yeah. Like, a lot of schools will wait to offer running backs in particular Mm -hmm. until they put up Sophomore tape, but this was an eval that DeMarco Murray was confident in pretty early on. He'd had this offer since the spring, so they moved early on the kid. They'd hosted him on campus on multiple occasions, and it culminates in a commitment. Trust in DeMarco right there. There you go. All right, 405-651-3439. So that would explain the – that's going to be the Kevin Sperry tweet too, right? No. No, that is not in reference to Jonathan Hatton. Okay, so that would be – what are we thinking on that one? 2025? It's a 2025. Okay. All right, more on that coming up at the top of the hour with Locked In, Tyler McComas with Parker uh, covering recruiting like nobody else does. All right. Um, Steely, I got a text during the break. Oh, this this should be fun. Who were your most feared Texas players as a kid in this game? Well, um, Earl Campbell. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Good, good place to start there. I mean, Earl Campbell, uh, Switzer used to say Campbell's his own blocker, and he was. Um, and I remember there were some people that you'd make Campbell so he's lazy, man. He just walks back to the huddle. Yeah, that's because he just drugged like eight players <laughs> on the previous play. He's trying to conserve some energy. Um, on the defensive side of the ball, Kenneth Sims was one. 
great defensive tackle, uh, defensive lineman for Texas. Jerry Gray was really good uh, defensive back um, that played in the NFL for a long time. Those would probably be the ones. And I remember uh, Russell Ertzleben as a kicker was big time. He had a huge, huge leg, didn't he? Didn't he hold the record for a long time for longest field goal in the he history did. of college I'm, football? They had uh, those three kickers in the Southwest Conference. It was him and Tony Franklin. Tony right? Franklin at A and M, and then I think it was was it Steve Lee from Arkansas? I'd have to go ahead and Google it up. But there were three. There was one at Arkansas too. That was, and they were all big time. They were all great. Famous Arkansas kicker Steve. I think it was Steve Lee. So, anyway. All right. Uh, Tommy Nobis. Yeah, that Tommy Nobis was before my time, though, but he was great. You're right, Oki Tom. And it's there aren't many people that are uh, before my time. I'll just tell you that. 405-651. Vince Young was one. Yeah, he was talking about more about when I was growing up, though. Peter Gardere. Wasn't he undefeated against He Stoyan? was. 4-0, man. And the Cash Brothers always caught a touchdown. One of the Cash Brothers. Poor Gary Gibbs, man. Yeah. Peter Gardner, Peter the Great. He was average against everybody else, but he was Peter the Great against OU. Is there a chance we flip some recruits after a win on Saturday? That comes from a listener in the 405. I Maybe not immediately, but I would say at that point, if you're 6-0 and and you've equaled your win total from a season ago, and your offense is really clicking, and you can put that in front of a guy like Bryant Wesco and say, hey, you really want to be a part of that Clemson offense with what with the way that they're scuffling right now? You want to come here and be part of this elite receiver core. Yeah. It, being able to put a win like this on your resume is going to go a long way in recruiting, even if you don't see immediate yields. I don't think it's the type of thing where we're all going to get home the end of the weekend on Sunday evening, and all of a sudden, boom, there's a flip. Boom, there's a flip. Boom, there's a flip. But, yes, long-term, it will have a significant impact on recruiting. Steve Little, by the way, was the name of the uh, Arkansas kicker. Thank you, text line. And who's the home team in the Red River rivalry this year? That would be Texas. Yes. So Texas will be in their burnt orange. Oklahoma will be in their road whites. I think that's the best possible uniform matchup, I too. agree. All right, uh, Riverwind Casino, if you're not going down to Dallas and you have the post, uh, you know, you're thinking, man, what am I going to do? I'm not going to Dallas this year. How about hitting up Riverwind Casino, have a great night out there, have a great meal at the River Buffet or Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant or the Food Court. We've got a great show at the Showplace Theater happening Friday night, Foreigner on the Greatest Hits Tour. They're going to be on the Showplace Theater stage. More great shows coming in October with Carly Pierce, Rodney Carrington, the Gin Blossoms, and Tonic. On the Beats and Bites stage coming up October 22nd. Get out there on Friday night and take part in their drawing for the 80K Friday Night Frights promotion. That's going to be a lot of fun. Win your share of 80K and cash and bonus play from our friends at Riverwind Casino. Always a good time. Always a jackpot to be won at Riverwind Casino. Have yourself a terrific Tuesday. Locked in coming up next here on The Ref.